Oh shit. Here we go again. Hey, Matt and Dustin. It's your good friend, Bron, from Mastodon. How you doing? This is Ray from the Methinks, and you're listening to the Jerry Jonestown Massacre on uh, FM 8090. Uh, hey, what's up? This is Gary Holt from Exodus, and formerly from Slayer and currently unemployed. And I'm here to give a shout-out to the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Holy shit. Hey, this is Sasha from KMFDM, and the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Show. A podcast? It's like a podcast. Like computer radio? Uh, I'm just wanting to say I'm proud of you guys. Yeah. What the f- nobody f- listens to the computer radio. Unfreaking believable. Well, congrats to you. And hey, Dustin and Matt, you rock. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Boing! This week's episode of the Jerry Jonestown Massacre is brought to you by Geist Note, Victor Wrench, Plastic Object Photography, The Audio Head, and The Cicada, Fort Worth's newest bar and live music venue. The Jerry Jonestown Massacre contains graphic material including offensive language, partial nudity, and completely ridiculous thoughts and opinions that shouldn't be expressed or shared by anyone. Listener discretion is advised, and may God have mercy on your soul. Now everyone relax your anus, because coming at you from the Temple of Eye, it's the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Tuesday, March 21st, 2023, and holy crap, is it already hot in here? I'm about to shed. It's warm. It is very warm. <clears throat> Happy Tuesday, Not Matt. Happy Tuesday, Dustin. How are you doing, Not Matt? You know what? I'm actually doing really well. I was telling Carlos a little bit earlier that the wind was a little knocked out of my sails today, but I'm look at who we're with. How could I not be totally stoked on life right now? We have a completely full studio. <laughs> completely full. And it's been a while. There are seven of us sitting in here, and this is going to be pure chaos. So I'm ready for it. Let's all talk at the same it. time mm-hmm. as much as we can. <laughs> Everybody talk over each other. So no one can understand anything that's conveyed, and it will be the best show ever. <laughs> smoothly. Our goal is to make Dustin yell at us at least once. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> nope, he's I'm not already kidding. shedding. He is I am gonna stripping off shed. his clothes. Go ahead. It's hot. I will here in a minute. It's, yeah. it's all part of the show. So yes, <laughs> let's do show. this while I'm taking my clothes off and... <laughs> Uh, in, in exciting the um, 
the YouTube crowd here and the viewership. <laughs> um, let's introduce all you guys from radio left to right. And we're going to start right here. Alrighty. Go for it. My name is Caleb Jackson. I'm a plum boy. And I uh, play keys, guitars, vocals in the band. Wrote the music with my boy Fabe over here. Uh, moving on to it. Nice. My name is Fabian Aguilar. Uh, I'm the lead vocalist in the band. Uh, I'm one of the producers of the band. Me and Caleb, we do the majority of the producing. And uh, yeah, on to the next person. I'm Connor Powell. I play guitar and synth. And I joined the band like in summer. And ever since then, it's been pretty good. Nice. And really fun. Good deal. Queso Butler. I'm the drummer. And uh, I joined around the same time as uh, Connor. And uh, yeah. Dave Cam, I'm a Taurus. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I play the bass. This isn't a dating app, Dave. I love it. This is a podcast. This ain't a dating app. He likes long walks. Yeah. Do you want to give beach. your Do you want to give your full like Chinese, profile? Chinese noodles. Yes. Your, your full. Uh, what is it? Tinder. Yeah. Profile. profile. Yeah. Your profile. Your you're, bio. You're plenty of fish. You're a country boy. I thought for the longest time, you guys probably don't know anything about this dating app, but I thought it's called Plenty of Fish, and it's like for Christians, right? Oh, okay. And but I thought it was Puddle of Fish for Puddle a very long time. <laughs> Puddle of Fish made so much sense to me, and then when somebody was like, "No, it's called Plenty of Fish," I was like, "What? It's Why?" The more niche do they also version. sing grunge music? See, yeah. that's what they should do. It's a good band name. I really thought Plenty of Fish at first was a very terrible Christian rock band like DC Talk or something <laughs> like that. It's like, wow, they're really reaching Plenty of Fish. <laughs> Anyway, well, happy Tuesday, boys. Thank um, you. We tried to do this, uh, what, two weeks ago? Yep, two yep. weeks ago. And it turned into chaos. It was a little uh, a little busy that night. We heard busy. y'all ripping on the Strange Love tribute. Hey. I, uh, hey. Maybe I... <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll into, get into that. that. Don't you worry about it. We'll bring that back up if you want to. Yeah. We'll bring it around town. I'll, I'll let all the. I'll take all the heat. I'm used to it. I did not uh, know this. Oh. I was listening to some of their stuff right before. Uh, you know, with the, I think you had Gabby Minton on last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic episode. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um. Yeah. So we tried to do this a couple of weeks ago, and it got all sidetracked and crazy because uh, lost access to the dressing room. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we did we uh, we got. <laughs> Pushed into sound check and we were up and going pretty early, and which was hey a blessing to us. I mean, thirty minutes almost extra sound check was awesome. Yeah, we were chilling in there, and then they saw the oh these are like kids. Uh, actually, I don't want them in here anymore. Right. So you know, we were yeah. we were happy to get on with our uh, our process, and it uh, helped out. We got some extra time to set up. Yeah, for sure. And then it just. The timing was crazy, you know. After you do sound check, y'all are in we the zone and getting ready. So I was just zone, like geeking out backstage. We'll get you guys mm-hmm. in the studio and mm-hmm. we'll have some fun mm-hmm. here in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. And here we are, um, yes. starting all over again. Um, so we're going to ask you all the basic questions we asked last time. I'm Lovely. just kidding. We're not. Well, no, we are going to ask the oh, questions we, we asked last time, and I've got more. Lovely. <laughs> awesome. I'll just drive this whole thing. Do we have anything for shoot the shiza? Yes. Uh, do you want to run through the weekend real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I had a whole big thing set aside for Matt to talk about. <laughs> Dude, I was so excited to hear what Matt had to talk about, and now we have to wait a week. I think that's why he didn't come in. He's going to let it all Probably. He wants disappear. to mar- marinate. But hearts broke on Sunday night yeah. all across the, the U.S., the Metroplex, England. Yeah. Into they just East, shattered. East Texas. East Texas. Shattered. Louisiana. 
Matt Stubbs is officially off the market. <sighs> well, we'll let him tell the whole we'll story. We'll let him tell the back. whole story, but he is off the market. I just thought he was going to make some ribs. <laughs> we got into deep rib talk and how to cook the best ribs and what the best process was. I didn't know all this was coming down, but anyway. Or a lane. <laughs> but you had a... <laughs> You had a ridiculous weekend or week. I sure you did. You had friends come in. Yes. So I have had a very good pal. His name's Coda. Um, he lives on the West Coast now, but we used to work together at a Cheddar's in North Fort Worth. What? Up in Keller. I love Cheddar's. Yeah. And um, so we were always uh, shift, like shift partners, like station partners, you know, like zone, like yeah. whatever our little area was. And he came back into town for an extended visit, and I don't think I went to bed before 2 o'clock in the morning any night last week. Oh, except for Tuesday night when I was I was watching the show. And sleeping <laughs> halfway through it? And I did. Up. I did. I did. I fell, <laughs> fell asleep halfway through it. Thanks for calling me out on that one. Glad we keep you awake with that one. Oh, man. But we had such a good time. We visited all of our favorite Fort Worth haunts. Um and so he was staying with uh, Jeff, our friend Jeff, and new friend of ours, but old friend of his. And we went to the usual. Who has a ton of connections to all of us anyway. He really does. That so. was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, like we've, we've probably stood side by side several times just watching bands and stuff. And yeah. Just never. I told them the story but, of the Southern Train Gypsy show when I showed the picture and you're like, well, 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 look who's standing in front of you. <laughs> you took a picture. What was that? Eight years before I met you? At least eight years before. Yeah. It wasn't that long. Yeah, okay. I thought it was eight-ish The grotto was still open when we started this show, and the show's only been on the air for ten. So I repeat the grotto. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, for real. And that was the last grotto show, so... It or w- no. No, it that wasn't was, the last uh, grotto show. That was Dwayne's. I'll give y'all it- a grotto story, actually, right quick while it's on this subject. Okay, go for I it. I jammed with Leon Bridges at the grotto Oh, time. nice. Legend. But That's pretty fun. The guitar started going out of tune. Uh, so I turned that whole... Like, I turned the guitar, like, almost all the way off and just kind of... Just like jammed, but not really jammed. <laughs> great. One of the great nights yeah. I had. That's awesome. You know what show that was? The last Hanna Barbarian shows show. Remember that Blake? Yeah, Blake was the before Royal Sons was put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was the last Hanna Barbarian show. So uh, we went all over town. We went. He went on a barbecue tour. I got to meet up with him for like the one at Heim, and we went to Blackland Distilling. We went to the usual. We went to the Cicada several times. That place is rad. How's the? Yeah, I was just about to. I stopped by there for a minute and like. I loved it. I love it. It's completely different than the main itself. You know, it it sure is. It's It's got a whole different feel. It's like just chilling out in your living room. Yeah. They took down the record shop, and I gotta say, now it looks great. Y'all got to go check out uh, the Cicada White again. For sure. But uh, the record shop, it, it was a bit strange to walk into that room and not see records everywhere. Do you know what I mean? It well. was weird. Like the, the very first night we went over there for the preview and threw darts, I was like, this is weird. Yeah. This is just very strange. But I love throwing darts. The drunker I get, the better I throw. And then I start throwing left-handed, and I start throwing even better. And then you were jumping through the air and throwing them between your legs, yeah. and that was weird. It was, I mean, I was doing the aerial and like throwing it mm-hmm. while I was like, you know. By the way, I'm terribly around. sorry your lawn darts crew didn't take off. <laughs> <laughs> lawn darts. So they got banned. Best. Never too late. <laughs> Dude, if you could find lawn darts, that would be rad. <laughs> like original lawn darts. I think they have safety darts now, but. That won't kill you when they come down? Yeah, so it was good. So Friday night, we. Where did we go? 
I went to Cicada. We went to Cicada. Oh, that was the night Ivy met us. So we went. We met up first. That was uh, that green holiday. What is that called? St. Patrick's Day. Day. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the green one. Thank you, Kaysen. As opposed to the purple (laughs) one and the the red one, we all know uh, it comes around at Christmas and all that stuff. So we went to Lola's and they had a couple people playing, uh, but it wasn't just, it wasn't our scene. Oh, the other person you met up with us every time was Cheyenne. So she also was a server with us at Cheddar's. Um, So, yeah, right. We left there and we went to um, maybe the Cicada. We went to, yeah, maybe the Cicada next. That's where I stumbled into y'all was at Cicada and then it went to Down and Out. Oh, yeah. Then we went to Down and Out. And, and then we decided to go to the Tiki Lounge. Tarantula. So, and here's a pro tip for y'all. Don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, sounds like a fun time to me. Yeah, well, I mean. we, then we left there and we went back to Cicada. Mm-hmm. So Ivy met us. So Ivy does the podcast with me. Yeah. She does Fort Worth Famous. Would you get it, uh, Tiki? Uh, I got the Cruel Summer, which oh, is that's my what favorite. I always get. That's Thank my favorite. That's you. all I get when I'm there. I love it. And shout out Tiki. Yes, and um, and our friend that was visiting from in town had two of those and a zombie. <laughs> two, the two zombie, of those exactly. and a zombie. From that exactly point, he didn't remember the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, I was about and, to say. And they yeah. went to. We went back to Cicada. We had another round of drinks. They went to Old South for food. Classic, you know. He like woke up. He's all, "Why do I have syrup all over my phone, all over my clothes, all my shoes?" <laughs> Apparently, he dropped a pancake <laughs> oh, no. at some point. That's awful. So yeah, uh, that was it. Was pretty fun. So Saturday, we all met up for one last brunch. We went to um, Connie Rosso, which I love. I love that place. It's the best pizza. Best yeah, oh, everything. Yeah, Connie Rosso. And then. Um, Saturday night. Do you want to talk about where we went Saturday night? Went over to um, Growl mm-hmm. and Division Brewing to mm-hmm. see our uh, good buddies and the Me Thinks do their thing. High trash pockets. And then um, who was playing with them? Stone Machine Electric and Rainbow Something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And something, something else <laughs> by someone it doing was, something. It was a whole show. It was. It was a whole show. Went over there, had some fun. Yeah. Um, Nearly spent the family fortune. Luckily, I walked away. <laughs> you did walk away. I spent. I can't believe I walked away. I spent either. very few dollars. I bought a Mamas and Papas record, and I was gifted a. Oh man, it's the two ladies on the front, the black and white photo. Heart. Mar- oh yeah, Marlon will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon's the one who gifted. He's like, you need this. You need to go home and listen to it right now. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh-uh. Okay. Do you boys know a band called Course of Empire? From the nineties, uh, early nineties, so. rings a bell. <laughs> they were like a huge <laughs> local band. I, was... I can't even say it rings a bell. Okay. If it, the, the bells ringing like they were a huge badass way. band that was, received yeah. all sorts of national attention. They broke up like ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere in there. Um, but somehow, a friend of Growl passed away, and they acquired all his memorabilia. And he had these two autographed, giant autographed posters from the release party of uh, Telepathic Last Words. And then he had this, or one poster, and then it was giant. And then they had this other little poster with two DVDs that included all early material and video of that show, of that release show. 
And they were all numbered and signed, and they're all like, oh. it was twenty eight of a hundred. Both <laughs> DVDs and the poster, and the big poster was twenty eight of a hundred. Like the whole yeah. thing was twenty eight of a hundred. And I should have bought at least the <laughs> DVD pack with the poster, the little poster. I should have. Collectors regret. Yeah, because it's going to go to some dumbass's house. <laughs> Maybe we can go back to Growl and you can see if it's still there. Yeah, the big poster. I was like, man, if he wants a good price for that, I was. I'll walk sur- out I was that. just. I was just kind of searching through the posters and like seeing what they had, and um, I was like, oh hey, I know Dustin talks about this band a lot, and so I was like, come look at this, and he was like, what the? Hey, you kind of half-ass saw them a couple of months ago <laughs> at the. Toadie show. I mean, oh, that was yeah. Most the, of the band. Most of the well, mm-hmm. most of the band that would will actually perform live now. Yeah. So, um, did I tell you I made live. friends with Casey Hess? Yeah. 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 We're buddies now. So are we. <laughs> anyway, so that was band. a fun night, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. W- nearly walked out of there with a two hundred dollar tab and. I, I showed restraint. Good job. Way to go. Showed restraint. I'm proud of you. Some kid will get it and probably throw up all over that poster or something. You'd have to make some room anyways. You got a pretty good uh, yeah. thing going Oh, I would have. I was already going. <laughs> if I buy that big poster, I already know what I'm taking. Uh-huh. Some my, of the Polaroids? No, the Polaroids stay. Okay. That's, that's history. And I got... I got that many Polaroids. Mm-hmm. You've got more. Yeah. You've got oh, way wow. more. That's stacked. This is starting here. to look like Gene Simmons. Uh, yeah. House. yeah. <laughs> Except <laughs> those Polaroids yeah. are a little different. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, Not I had to go to the, the small, the Instax, and was like, what am I going to do with all these? Well, well, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody keeps telling me to do a book, scrapbook, do a coffee book. That would be rad. A coffee print, table book. A coffee table book. I like and it. Do like a like okay. a fifty print run or something like that. But I don't know. We'll see. So yeah. And we Shout got out Andrew Turner. Sorry. Oh yeah, you there. see him. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Four with Roots. Mm-hmm. The Funky Panther and the Funky Panthers in there. They're hey, all saying hello. Hey. They're shouting out. Everybody. Javier's in there. You need what to. Up, Tim's in there. Yeah. Y'all need to get these boys on your show too. Love to. And then Sunday was Lola's rummage sale. Went over there. That's what we did. The rock and roll rummage sale. I went over there. I almost spent the family fortune there. Everybody was there. Dude. There was a. Did y'all ever go to that? The Lola's rummage sale? I haven't heard of it, but I would love to. Oh, yeah. So it's just every like third Sunday or whatever of the month. I don't know. It's pretty neat. I, I've gotten an original Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon record there one nice. time. And I saw Griffin uh, Tucker, who's on tour with Motley Crue, I think, mm-hmm. uh, the Unlikely Candidates. No, no, no. That's a different band. Classless, classless, classless act. act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him buy, like, one of the, you know that Beatles record with uh, the Butcher cover? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw him uh, buy that. Was it the original? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, my from, from what I could tell, but it was new. Wow. I worked at a record shop in uh, Bedford for... Like two years. It was actually during the pandemic. Uh-huh. Shout out to uh, La Casa Retro, uh, formerly the Vintage Freak. Uh, and so I uh, got deeper into my uh, obsession through that. Yeah. Uh, and only fueled it when we got the Flock of Sequel show. Nice. Just caught Mike's, Mike's score right after he got off stage to sign it. We played nice. uh, two shows there, actually. Yeah, at the, the Vintage Shop uh, before she... Moved states, and we uh, that was that was some fun shows. So take that vintage shop, yep, and then just plaster it all over the backside of Lola's on that giant mm-hmm. lawn and everything. And then there was at least a thousand people there. 
At least. Wow. It was crazy. It was so wow. freaking crazy. It was. And then they had two taco trucks plus, or two trucks, food trucks, not taco, um, but two food trucks and they have an inside kitchen. And all of them were busy. <laughs> and then a, the coffee truck was busy. Yeah. And then the outside bar that's in the little, in the... the oh, uh, had a line all the in way. In the Methinks mm-hmm. uh, Memorial the Shed. The Methinks Memorial <laughs> that's Shed. That's what I call them. <laughs> um, had a line like going out and down to the stage. And it was like, what the heck is going on here? There were so many people. It was yeah. cool because everybody was out enjoying the weather. And it was just like, hey, yep. what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Yeah. Touching base with everybody. But it was cool. Oh, fun. Pandemic's over. Let's party. <laughs> I almost went to that. I was in Austin uh, for a, like around South by Southwest show uh-huh. uh, the day before. So by the time I got back, I was just like I woke up and it was already almost over. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so let me ask you this. How was South by Southwest yeah. this year? Because I haven't. Groovy. This is. I mean, I haven't been since the one right before the pandemic mm-hmm. was the last one I went to. It was the first one I've been to in a while. uh and it was the energy was unreal. It was just cool because it was mostly artists. I saw a lot of DFW cats out there too. Um, yeah. But it's just it's you see the support because we all have this shared love, you know, this science of music. I think, and when we all get together and we talk about it and we have those kind of conversations, it can really elevate more than just the music and energy. But we'll all go, you know, later and. You know, months later, we'll be working off projects or just ideas, you know, that kind of stem from, from stuff like that. And it doesn't just happen at South by Southwest, but yeah. that's that's something I remember from it. So. Were the crowds good? It was. Were yeah. they back? It, uh, from what I saw, it was it was pretty packed on Sixth Street, but it was uh, the venue we played at was nice. It was nice. more intimate, but it was it was still groovy. Sweet. Where'd y'all play? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. I, it was just one of those places. It <laughs> was like. Go here. Yeah. They didn't even give him an address. They were like, just we showed show up, up here. There were people, and we were like, all right, well, we're performers. We're entertainers. Yeah. We, In the collective consciousness, they the, were like, where do I go? That's South by Southwest for you. It's just yeah. such a mecca of, like, you know, go, go, go music, and mm-hmm. there's so much to look at. I mean, you're playing at South by Southwest. The specifics kind of go out the door. Yep. You're going to play four shows today, yeah. and... Two of them are three blocks from each other, and you're just going to roll your gear from one block to another. Here's a here's a bottle of water and a pack. Like, here's of a bottle of water and have fun. <laughs> and hopefully, uh, you don't get mugged by a homeless guy in this alley that you're going to push your stuff up through and head out. I need to go. Uh, last time I went, I was like nine or ten. My dad took me down there for the film part of it. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We uh, we, we saw a lot of films that never got famous, but. Uh, we the saw, best ones. we I think we saw, um, like the first episode of uh, of a Dust Till Dawn, uh, like series or mm-hmm. something down there. I I don't remember. I don't know if it became anything, but th- I just remember um, staying down there with I believe I believe it's my dad's aunt. Is that true? My dad's is it your aunt? He he can't hear me. But, uh, <laughs> you stayed with family. Yeah, we stayed with family. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I think some of the best movies I've ever seen have been at film festivals. Or like really small theater releases. Like the, the Coffee Pot films, the mis- Murder Mystery, Mystery Murder. Mm-hmm. Like that was one. And it was just such a one-off of, you know, film thingy release here in Dallas. And that was so much fun. But Fort Worth has a film festival every year. Yeah. 
And one of the movies that I saw there that like changed my life, it was called Bully. Oh. And it was amazing. Like I bawled my eyes out. I cried through the entire thing and I was like, I'm going to change the world after this movie. Right. And then you walked outside the theater and pushed some little kid down. Uh, yeah. 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 Cause that's exactly my style. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. That's what you did. <laughs> Just slammed them down on the so, pavement. But if, y- y'all, if y'all can ever find that movie called Bully, Bully. watch it. Cause it's amazing. I think I played the video game. No. <laughs> that was Paperboy. I never played that. No, there was a bully video game. By, was there uh, really? Uh, Rockstar. Don't yeah, ever play it. I thought it was like Bobby that. Hill for so many years. That's what I thought, too. Right? Every time you see him, that's the first thing I think is King of the Hill. And you're like, oh, it's Bully. <laughs> oh, okay. I love never Bobby Hill. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. That's my bag. I don't know you. Well, that was the weekend. I mean, that's. That was the weekend. Was just chilling out. Anything else? Oh, so. Okay, so can I talk about Velton real quick? If you want to cram that in there, yeah. Do we want to? Like, what what else do we have going on? These guys. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. I mean, come on. Okay. Good. Well, we got a room full of people. All right. We're here. So, so, take your time. Take your time. Okay. Thank you. So while I was out this weekend, one of the places that they wanted to go was over to um, the Malone's because Velton works there, and everybody's friends with Velton, including your dad. He was like, oh, I know him. Of course. Everybody knows Velton. Well, everyone knows my dad, and my dad knows everyone. So <laughs> There you go. So uh, I texted him, and I was like, hey, you know, like, are you working at Malone's tonight? And he was like, no. And then he called me to, to just, like, kind of shoot the shit. Tell me. Oops. Um, tell me some um, big news. I've heard y'all say so much for <laughs> <laughs> I know. Y'all are filthy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know we are, but Kason, Connor. Uh, Come on. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, they're they may be new going. to the band, but they're not new to I even edited the intro just for the laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Put so, bleeps in there. So I was talking about, and he was telling me about some big news that's coming up in his life. And one of the things is that they are taking over Smokestack 1948 mm-hmm. and opening up a, a new bar there. And it's going to be called the Rusty Nickel. Mm-hmm. They open April 8th, and it's going to be like a kind of a sports, sports bar-ish place. But I, I, have you guys ever performed out there? They've got a stage. and Mm-mm. Okay, so it is a place where y'all can possibly yeah. perform at one point. But they've got a little side, little speakeasy kind of house. And it's going to be called the Side Door That's Coffee good, and hilarious. Cocktails. Yeah. And so Velton is a coffee roaster. He's got 817 Coffee Roasters. Cool. And he the JJTM Coffee Blend comes through him. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, he is going to have... Um, coffee and cocktails until 2 a.m. So they have different flavored cold brews. So it'll be like vanilla and like a caramel cold brew. And then mm-hmm. like they're going to do all sorts of different espresso martinis. Oh, and wow. I am here for it. I'm probably the most excited about those espresso martinis. Like I freaked out quite a bit. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. It's super awesome. I'm and it's super a stone stoked. throw from uh, Lola's. Lola's. Yeah. That whole area is growing up to be, you know, a cool land to hang out at. Yeah. They're they're yeah. The Cidercade, yeah. axe throwing, mm-hmm. yeah. and smokestack. Yeah. Yeah. So Which now be it'll be the rusty nail. nickel. Nickel. Rusty nickel. Rusty nail's a drink. Is it is it anyway tied to Nickel City, do you think? No, no, but it is a conglomerate of other bar owners. Sorry, it's time for me to go to bed, y'all. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later. Um it is a conglomerate of other bar owners who are opening up the rusty nickel. Hmm. So I'm I'm 
pretty stoked. And uh, so April 8th, you can make your way over there to check it out. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. What? That's I'm in. three weeks away? Mm-hmm. Three mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Heck yeah. yeah. So I, so I wanted to make sure I got that all in there because, you know, we love Velton. Yeah. I even added the T. Velton. And said it right, not the California way. I did. I tried. <laughs> well, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm, I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. We'll go over there and check it out. It may be another haunt just to hang out at. Yeah, just for start sure. Bouncing our way around the South Side. <laughs> I can't even imagine though drinking coffee that late at night. Do y'all drink that's coffee that late at night? If I'm writing, the other night I, I had go. cold brew, and like if if you're mining ideas, I I think that feel it. You know what I mean? Yep. Feel yeah. the fire, and it'll keep you up. But uh, otherwise. I, I mean, I work at a coffee shop. I'm not even a coffee drinker. I used See, that's to work, the way I am. Yeah. I used to work at a coffee shop like where I was making all of like the frou-frou coffees and had never tasted. I didn't ever even taste one of them. Yeah. Ever. I like frappuccinos. Yeah. I'll go that route. I'm, I'm but real I don't simple. Like regular coffee. I also just don't know any of the orders, too. People are like, can I have the unicorn candy rainbow sunshine? <laughs> I'm like... Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. will be happy to get that for you. I'll get you food coloring and sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there it is. In a, in a cup? Yeah. $20. Yeah, $40. <laughs> but uh, probably right now, I mean, other than like Velton's Coffee, like my favorite is Dutch Bros. That's I been the, the, the growing time. giant. Yeah. They're popping up everywhere. It's not really coffee. No. It's love it, in a cup. It's a dessert. It's what it is. <laughs> it's dessert in a cup is what that is. So when I when I would go visit my sister in Boise, she would be like, "Oh, we have to go. We have to go to Dutch Bros. You're gonna love it. There's always like loud music playing. Everybody's dancing. They're happy. They're high, is what they are. That's why they're happy. <laughs> they're, yeah, and sugared. Yeah, comed. Yeah. Yep. Just amped out of their mind. I haven't met a Gen Z, a, a person of Gen Z that drinks their coffee black, like. It's always cream and sugar or, you know, Starbucks I couldn't do crazy. it. I don't think I could do my coffee black. I can do right. a couple creams and a couple sugars. Like, that's the the, the lightest. So you don't like I your coffee. I will, but I don't know why or where I started. But I, it's just, I don't know. It's a no D- way I go. Dave's just built different. <laughs> I'm, a beastie, I'm a beastie boy. I like my sugar with coffee and cream. I'm a mindless self-indulgent. I like my coffee black just like my metal. <laughs> Shout out Nubian Queens out there. <laughs> if we're gonna, <laughs> if we're gonna go down that road. Cream, sugar? No, I like mine black, like my men. Like my men. Like your men. I love it. Come on, airplane. airplane. Come on. I've seen the movie once or twice. I've never seen the movie. I need to you see it. the video, the clip. Wow. And don't call me Shirley. And there you go. Yeah, that's don't that's the line. Don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. All right. Okay. So you boys. Yes, sir. Where did the Plum Boys name come from? Oh, thank you. That was my Good very question. first question. There you go. Well, uh, back when we were forming the band, some friends of ours, we had a, uh, a game we played at a lock-in, and uh, it became an inside joke with our friends that it was like Clue, and uh, the team we came up with was Plum Gang, and that derived into Plum Boys, and uh, it turned into something we all called each other around, just our friend group, until we formed a band and came up with so many names so many trash names i think it took two weeks of just starting the band no music no nothing no covers no plan other than coming up with a name every morning we'd show up all right how about this (laughs) and you know what about three or three of them or so i think turned into uh song titles for the album yeah the the worst one was 
we were we seriously considered calling ourselves Wait What. Wait What was it for like a solid few, like, like wait a week. What? Wait What? The, the <laughs> whole the whole with a comma with a comma with and, a, and, a, an and an exclamation point, point. exactly okay. both. Did the you whole, have an interabang though? You know, with the question mark and the exclamation point. It was connected off each other. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. whole joke was that, like, when people would introduce us, they'd be like, wait, what? Wait, what? And yeah. then, like, we'd start, start playing. playing. Out of nowhere. But we realized. Uh, That's I'll, a very post hardcore name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really fit the, the indie vibe at the time we were going for it until I, it was actually one of the parents that we were, like, finally. We we're making the Instagram right then and there. We we're like, we just got to settle on something. And they go, why don't y'all just call yourselves the Plum Boys? And we looked at, at ourselves like, like we were idiots. Like, when we. It's been under our nose the whole time. (laughs) What are we doing here, guys? It's kind of like the Beach Boys. Exactly. But you tell me we could have been the Plung Gang. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little hardcore for uh, the. the That was a little too PG. (laughs) Well, I think technically. That's good, right? PG, Plum Gang. That was good. There you go. That was fire. Thank you. bring in the marketing team. (laughs) By the code of the law, I think a group of boys over three is considered a gang. If you're hanging out together, that used to be the thing in, in Arlington. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Arlington yeah, yeah, yeah. If That's there's more than three boy or three people walking down the street, if it's, it's four or five, it's a gang. Well, boys. <laughs> <considered> <laughs> a gang. <laughs> Me and my gang. <laughs> so y'all can be both. True that. I've, I've been wondering that for days now. Yeah, like Professor Plum, all that stuff. Yeah. Came from that. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, hey, look. What? Something's happening. Oh, I just look, it's rock and roll. I just kind of exit out. It's <laughs> okay. just asking me about the Wi-Fi. Oh, I was good? a little we bit good? worried. Yeah, <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. So, all y'all except Dave go to Texas Boys Choir. Did you, is that where y'all came from and got gotcha. to know each other? So, Fabe and I, uh, we met seventh grade because yeah. I got to uh, At Fort Worth Academy of Fine Arts. Mm-hmm. We both went there. Kason, uh, Kason goes, and he. Uh, we were in the Texas Boys Choir together. We're, I don't think we were ever we, actually in we the were, choir together. We weren't in, so there's multiple choirs, but we weren't in the same choir at oh, the same gotcha. time. We actually missed each other. I was there for two years in like super young elementary school, and then I was in it for uh, a little bit. I'd, I, I've been there since fourth grade, like fourth grade until graduating. I, that was my entire, I, I, don't, I don't know anything else other than FWAFA. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. There have been a couple times where I almost left, but. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So the three of us have been a part of Texas Boys Choir. Connor was a jazz I went boy. To Boswell. There you go. Nice. Played jazz there. I went to uh, Boswell. He was on everything. What, what, all, what were all the instruments he did? Uh, well, I mained piano. That's right. And uh-huh. then I played trombone, and then bass trombone in the. What was you, it? You got first chair, right? Yeah, first chair. Do I need to climb up. Caleb the is his number one hype man. <laughs> I am. I, w- I went to the concert. Can he still play trombone? No, because of my braces. Because I was oh, really, really upset with my dad because uh-huh. he wanted me to get braces like my senior year of high school, and I was like, yes. "No, wasn't yeah. the club, really man." Good. And as soon as I got them, like I couldn't play even a high B flat. Yeah. So sad. Could, you, could you still blow air? Yeah, the I could. <laughs> yeah, hard. yeah. And I've tried to get back into it because, like, we were messing around about saying like mm-hmm. they wanted like get a some brass. brass line. <laughs> yeah. It'd be sick if we had like that seventies band with oh, yeah. the whole so trump, with the whole horn section. We know some horn players that could probably come step in for y'all. If we, we ever do a ska, ska band, band. Right. <laughs> 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 
Aren't the wee beasties like a ska band? Who? They're like a punk ska. Like yeah. yeah. They have a they have a horn they section. Have a horn section yeah. So, uh, but when braces off, trombone back. Oh, I'm trying to because I'm getting a trumpet. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to get all the instruments just yeah. to get ready. Yeah, because I have some friends that like want to play with me, like my friend Logan. Uh-huh. Like, he's just a musical genius, and he was like screeching on trumpet and all this stuff, and like. Do you need a trombone? He's on. No, I don't. Okay. You never know when you need a trombone. (laughs) I got one. It's up there. I'm trying to get rid of it. That's crazy. I play trombone too. We got three trombone players. So you could donate that to um, the the library. library. Yeah, for sure. There's Uh, a lot of stuff up there. I may donate to the library. You played trombone too, Dave K? Yes. I was was in band for a while and then I was in the award winning choir uh, directed by Miss Robin Holloman. We went to SWACTA a couple years in a row to come uh, some awards. Yes, nice. Sir. But yeah, we, we've got vocals in this band, yes, which sir. I think is a Dang, dude. Really nice. Hell yeah. That's awesome. It's kind of badass. Did you did you do marching while you were at Boswell? Yes, I was a section leader for the trombone. Ooh, very Ooh. cool. Oh. That's awesome. Are you a late country boy? I am. Oh, <laughs> there we go. I love yes, it. I You're a late country boy. <laughs> okay. It's a good place to grow up. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good place to the grow up. Green for sure. Fun. Yeah. I love this music scene here in Fort Worth full of late country boys. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Everyone would be like, oh, you live in Lake Country? Oh, I go down yeah. Lake Country, huh? <laughs> Saginaw, Maine? Or like by the grain mills? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Saginaw, yeah, Maine. Yeah. I know Saginaw, yeah. Maine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Saginaw is not what it used to be, though. Saginaw is uh-uh. weird. It's so full now. There's like yeah. stores everywhere. Saginaw yeah. is strange. That, I used to work out there in Lake Country. I was like, man, this is so nice out here. I'd like to move out here. And now it's nothing but not, yeah. houses all over the hills. And you're like, what the hell's going on? They saw what you saw. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. So um, this Texas Boys Choir. Yes, we so. want stories. Is this something like I have no clue? No, so, none. I'm. I'm. Is is this something separate from school? It's, or okay. is it part of it? I'll give you a bit of the history okay. to the best of my knowledge. Uh, at the time, I'll, of, I'll correct you. Yeah, thank you. you. And Casey, and, and I'll call you. Jump into. Yeah, I'll call yeah, you stupid. Okay. And uh, and <laughs> so it was founded in the forties. Forties, <laughs> and it started the school. So oh, okay. TCAA was was kind of made from Texas Boys Choir. They were there, you know, at that building. Um, so first. it was made in the forties, and then I don't know when the school. So the Texas Boys Choir they had a school, yeah. and it was only it was only the Texas Boys for choir, the Boys Choir for the Boys to Choir. Be and then TCA became a thing eventually, and they is kinda, that Tarrant County Arts Academy? It was uh, Texas something? Texas Arts uh, uh, Texas Center for Arts and Academics. Okay, and they own the sister school, Texas School of the Arts, which I went to for elementary school. Mm-hmm. I was indoctrinated into that charter system real early, but I loved it. So it's a cult, <laughs> right? Yeah, yes. so it's a cult. Yes. Cult yes. Very much kids. so. Yeah, um, but no, yeah. So eventually, it became FWAFA, and then it was. The two were merged, but uh, there's there's kind of tiers of it, and uh, uh, all three of us have been in uh, the tour choir, which is the highest yeah. level choir. They they are the ones that kind of go out and do all the the, the fun t- stuff. touring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went to so a tour choir goes on the road on the road. tours. Who would have sunk it? Where all did you go? Um, I went. 
places all around uh, the U.S. And the bi- the the big place I went to was Germany and Austria. That awesome. Was, yeah, I was in sixth grade, so Connor? I... <laughs> Dropping the coasters. You need to calm down over there. <laughs> What's going on, boy? <laughs> but um, I was in sixth grade when I when I went to Germany and Austria, so it was that's ridiculous. Pretty, yeah, it it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. Um, I I'm trying to remember all the places we went. We went to Berlin, Berlin. Sorry, Berlin. past um, tense. <laughs> um, we did went. You, to, did you sing for Merkel? Angela Merkel. <laughs> This was a long no, time ago. He said yeah, sixth grade. Okay, well you never they, know. They she did been sing in the, the uh, oh, where did y'all go? It we was the memorial. Uh, we went to the church that uh, J. S. Bach uh, like was the the direct like the I, I think he was a priest there, but he like was the the director of music at the ch- at the church, and I think it, I believe his tomb. I could be wrong. Someone on the chat, please correct me on this. <laughs> they won't know. Uh, I I believe his tomb is in the church. Doesn't surprise I don't me. I don't remember though. Um, again, this was a long time ago. Did you go to Hansa, the uh, studio in Berlin? No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't do anything. Is that the one cool. that's on the wall? Because that would have been <laughs> yes. Cool. <laughs> we would have just. I would have just whipped your ass for the next two hours. Like, <laughs> I need to know you, lucky dog. Tell every me everything. Square root, every square inch of that room. <laughs> What'd you do? So many cool things have been recorded there. Yeah. But it it sits on the wall, and used to you wow. could when it was separated. Right outside the wall was, um, or the the back wall of the studio was neutral zone. Mm. Yeah, and uh, what like, an incredible place for music. U two, Bowie, yeah. Elton John, everybody oh, yeah. recorded like some of their biggest stuff there, mm. and it, it's crazy. The way it's laid out is really really cool. Yeah, yeah. That that next year, that summer uh, was when. We went to uh, China for a month. You I went d- to China for a, month? for a month. Did you go to China? No, as well? I, I. So what? Basic. I'm gonna make it short. Basically, my voice changed. At and the they, time, they were treble only choir. Uh, not okay. anymore. Yeah, not anymore. The they went year, back and the, forth. The, the, my last year, technically my last year, they, our director, Mr. Pretty, decided to go back to the old ways, which is because in the beginning it was just uh, treble voices. He decided that it'd be best if we went back to that and because my voice was changing i couldn't be in it anymore. so what they do just throw you out yeah yeah i mean well it's like, stinks. Deuce, it, deuce, babe. you kind of know going into it especially my year because that's when they were like fully on that train um that you you knew once you were kind of going through it that was your time um and it was sad for a lot of the guys because, and then for some of them who had to go through that drop out, and then later on they opened it back up again, and they just got to like kind of go back. Um, but yeah, so my my voice hadn't quite changed yet, and uh, it was like my last little opportunity to hop in on the fun. And we went to China for a month. A month. A in month. China. All around. I mean, I would have been so freaked out if my kid went to China for a month. It, like, what would I do? Yeah, it, it was. Wild. I'd be like, "Can I be a chaperone, right. please?" Right. Hey, we had, we had our uh, one of the kind of directors, co-directors who like ran the business side of things, and their her husband, and then like our tour guide, and then one parental chaperone who is kind of also a photographer, Mr. Hoserman, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was a tight group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like. 
so many boys. Um, and you can just imagine being in middle school, being in just the most remote place you could imagine. Uh, I mean, we went to this big cities, but also really far out, like, you know, rural areas, like it's the really beautiful parts of China where it's farmland. And I mean, that was the best kind of sightseeing we saw. Uh, I remember specifically when we went to a kind of a, a really old, um, like almost abandoned like village um, where still a few people lived, but there's like, uh, oh, what do you call it? Uh, the Lotus uh, Farm. Oh, wow. Like, right? Like a whole bank of water. Mm-hmm. It was all Lotus. It was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So what did y'all do on these trips? Just show up in a, in a village and start singing? <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> was, that was more of the, the photo op moments. But, uh, there, I mean, we had concert halls across... Oh, I wish I knew the number off the top of my head. My choir directors are kicking the the chairs right now, trying to get a <laughs> get us to remember. Uh, there's a concert almost every day. Uh, probably about every other day, there would be a concert we would perform. Um, so city to city, it would be anywhere from a giant opera house to a tiny, you know, uh, theater venue. And of course, all of these were planned like way, way in yeah, advance. A year ahead, or something. sometimes even more than. I'm pretty sure China was like it planned like two or at least two years in advance. Mm-hmm. Something like I'm pretty that. sure, as strict as they are, you yeah. had to have a yeah all that laid out. Yeah. And um, usually we'd it'd be like one day on, one day off. Sometimes it'd be more than that. Yeah, it like just two depends. or three days of sightseeing, relaxing, hotel room stuff. Yeah, but um, I, I'm sure you did a lot of walking because in Germany and Austria, that's all we did. Like we did tours yeah. of like whole cities, just walking for hours. Yeah, I my mom was shocked when I came back because you know not only was puberty a thing, and you know I was kind of naturally getting tolerant, but mm-hmm. I lost like <laughs> multiple pounds just from walking <laughs> and sweating. Did you outgrow your shoes? I mean, or, like, it was wear it the was. Out or it was whatever. pretty drastic, like that kind of step Your back from listening. the plane. Oh yeah, yeah. twenty-one she. shows in China. Wow. Yep, there it is. It was crazy. Um, I mean, we got like a phone call. I think uh, back home, no, no, no cell phones or anything on these trips, mm-hmm. and nothing. You know, kind of completely disconnected. But that that's was, wild. It gets like, you into the headspace, mm-hmm. like you are fully immersed. Um, and so it was uh it was crazy but yeah the walking was every day i actually vlogged i was in the, my youtuber phase back then <laughs> i, I think all of i think all of us gen z kids we yeah. all were like wanted to be wanted to be a youtuber you wanted to be a minecraft youtuber right. that i you wanted shane dawson and all that stuff oh like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. As as you had a camera i'm in beijing know. like and subscribe Literally. Was, no. <laughs> i'll tell you this we haven't really talked a whole lot about yeah. our travels i went to thailand for a bit and kind of yeah. played guitar with like a church outfit for that's a couple amazing. weeks but nice. it's it's crazy the culture shock and everything mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. yeah no but i think that's good i've always said um that's a good thing uh, there's a lot of people i know that have never left this, the states, and there's a lot of people that have never left Texas. Yep. And it's like, man, you need to leave and go out Somewhere. and go to these countries and visit them and realize that no one cares about Americans, and no one cares about American politics, yeah. and no one cares about what is going on, who the president is or isn't right. in America. The, they have their own stuff to worry about, and it's just a little quick blurb on their evening news. Right. I mean, no I'll, one cares. They I'll tell you, it was so cool. interesting, like, 
because, I mean, all of a sudden, 40 white boys, you know, just come out of nowhere. Like, we're the only <laughs> white people in a, you know, 50-mile radius or whatever. 150-mile mm-hmm. radius. And, you it, it, it was really cool. Uh, like, I mean, we were, it was like celebrities. Like, even if these people had no idea who we were, it was like, we, we felt like... You know, that was kind of my first. We did signings after shows and it's stuff. Wild. It's they, wild. They treat you a bit like the Beatles. Uh, I remember literally. being in the van and they were swarming the van yeah. and stuff wow. like that. It was crazy. I was in an elevator and our friend Bennett is sitting or standing kind of in the corner and this guy, told, it was such a crazy moment. We saw it in the mirror behind us. This old older Chinese guy just looking at him like in awe that these guys are just standing there. He goes over and just starts petting his head, and like looking at his hair, like his super curly, you know, white boy hair. Yeah. He's like, oh, wow. And then it's like, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Kason, do you have any stories from your Texas uh, Boys Choir well, days? I just joined like this year. Did you? But I know that next year we're going to Greece, which oh, cool. is going to be cool. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Are you going to get to Island Bounce? Island bounce, yeah, Going like a island more than just island. one Santorini, island. Makiko, all that, all the all the awesome Greek Isles that Maybe. are just gorgeous. It's possible. Very cool. I went to Santorini a few years ago, and that place is ridiculous, and it's cool. And they had some cool like theater type buildings that I bet would be cool to be to sing in in Aura yeah. or Orja or Aura, whatever you call it. On the, the north end, have to be awesome. Yeah, it was oh, cool because yeah. yeah. of all that plaster. Greece is rad. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yes, Riley, I did have a little baby voice back then. Soprano two represent. Nice. Yeah. Is this fi- is this like fighting terms where you sit with your voice like you know like you know it was a high it if you were a soprano one you were on your stuff. Uh, there were, there were some pretty incredible voices. Everyone wanted to be a soprano everybody one. wanted to be a soprano. I was one. only soprano one for like I was only soprano one from fourth grade and fifth grade. Straight talent though. Just. I, I I believe I believe my voice changed like not even end of fifth grade like mm-hmm. I felt I just one day I was like I the, I don't know what's going on but something doesn't feel right I feel like I can hit like ten or twelve <laughs> notes lower than I usually can I've always since I've known you I just known your I just know was good bro like that was the, that's my memory of you the earliest memory I I it, I I knew it happened because when we were re- we were doing recording. Um, we were recording an album, um, and just we came in, in the morning. I was like, "This is weird." Yeah, like I don't know what's going on, but it it's really weird. But yeah, lots of fun times. So yeah, started okay. in choirs. So speaking of recording the album, hey, can we ask about that now? I don't ask what you want. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. I just I just perfectly did this. There you yeah, go. Look segue. At that. I'm, I'm so the good. Segue. I'm so so good. So tell us about recording your first album together because I know when we were talking previously, you had some pretty good stories, and one of them was kind of a devastating story. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> about losing the days everything. Of garage band. So yeah, the days so, of garage. Yeah, bands. that's the chapter. Of this uh, yeah. So we uh, played our first ever gig. Uh, in uh, February 2020 at our high school Valentine's Day dance. I believe it was on Valentine's on Day. On Valentine's <laughs> Day, that's right. And uh, we played two songs, Chamber of Reflection by Mac DeMarco, set the vibe, and then uh, <laughs> Careless Whisper. 
Oh, really? Set uh, to, seal, oh, yeah. to seal the to deal. To seal the deal. Yeah. Uh, the best part about it is we had he was playing the saxophone on the keyboard, <laughs> on the keyboard. and then we had our friend had a he had a blow up saxophone. And he was pretending to play it. Oh yeah. my gosh, that is the best story ever. And it was <laughs> it was so loud you couldn't hear us mess up. Too bad it wasn't one of those ones with the mouth. The yeah. The uh, oh the uh, uh, autonophone. Yeah. Yeah. Time of phone, yeah, yeah that would have been awesome. Those. those are wild. We got to feature that on the next thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We performed, and then uh, COVID happened, and then we. Hi, Roxy. What is she doing way over here? Wanting some love. Uh, got a dog <laughs> down here. Shout out to Roxy. Love yeah. Then we just, uh, just joined us. What a dog. We're stuck in our house uh, for what we thought was a long spring break. And decided <laughs> to you know try some stuff out, Fabian. You've you'd already been making some stuff. Uh yeah, I the summer before I kind of started messing around with um, Garage Band, making awful, awful beats <laughs> just with loops from just from the Garage Band loops and just making whatever. The OG is nowhere to find it. That yeah. SoundCloud still active. Oh, don't don't even get me started. Well, I've that. got a whole collection yeah. here. <laughs> And then, um, yeah, then I think once the school once school started, I kind of slowed down on it. I wasn't, you know, I was still playing soccer at the time, so soccer was still um, a big focus for me. And then um, COVID happened. I couldn't play soccer anymore. Um, so I, I, I believe that was when I decided I wanted to do music. Um, and then I quit soccer because I just, I knew that, I st- I started losing the passion for it, and I was like, mm-hmm. "This is the right time to uh, say goodbye to that chapter in my life." And then, then during COVID, I started writing my own music. St- started writing. I was I I I was in like my R and B like lover boy phase, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> um, Were you releasing everything on YouTube so you could SoundCloud. be a music YouTuber? SoundCloud. Yeah, I was I was <laughs> releasing it on SoundCloud. SoundCloud rapper, and that was using GarageBand. Yeah, yeah, I was because using GarageBand. Nothing it's else. It's got some good R and B loops in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what well, we took a guy, we take a guy's trip uh, almost every year uh, somewhere, and we we're in Mississippi, and I'd never heard this man ever outside of choir like do his own music, and I just knew because he was such a. I mean, I thought you were going to go pro in soccer. Like that's what I that's what I knew you for, and we. We only really became friends right then, kind of during uh, mm-hmm. that yeah. year. Before the band, before the band, like I, I never had like a re- actual conversation, conversation with him. Like yeah. I, I just knew who he was, and I knew that the other the other guys were friends with him, and that was that was that's all I knew about him. Yeah, and then the uh, band brought us together, and I heard his first song. And, well, wait uh, a second. So hold on, just have the breaks. You got it. The band brought y'all together. How sure did, did the band bring y'all together? Like were y'all just like sitting around going, "Yeah, we hey, we let's uh let's do this." Our, or, I'm doing this. All of our original this. guys, we wanted to play music together, and we loved his voice. Um, and that's what I knew him from. Uh, his voice we knew was really nice from choir and performing and different stuff at the school. And uh, we're like, we need that guy, lead singer. Grab him. Okay. And. Uh, it just instantly clicked, and his ex- your experience already making stuff was a huge benefit to us, and it just all went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of formed it around the what was easiest for us. You know, there wasn't a lot of people at the time looking for a, a band thing. And uh, it's funny because, like, without even talking to them, like, I was like, I like being in a band. It would just be sick. Yeah, like, that's, that was all our mentality. Like, okay, let's just do it, roll with it. And uh, then I heard that first song, and I was like, whoa. 
you know, I hadn't, I hadn't made anything myself before mm-hmm. until lockdown happened, locked in our rooms, and we went, you know what? Why don't we make our own original Plum Boy stuff? Better yet, let's jump the shark and let's just make an album. Not, the, not write a single nope. and then write another single and then let's see where we just we just went full out. But y'all idea. released singles before the album. Yes, we sure we, did. But by then, we had had all the demos, the original demos, uh, plotted out into a kind of a concept album. So when did everybody else start falling in line? So uh, we had had the original band, and then uh, once we kind of hit our college phase and our after-post-high school phase, uh, Fabe and I you know, stuck around. To, we got management, and uh, we, just, we needed some people who we uh, would love to vibe with playing live, and it turned into a, a tight group here uh, last summer. It was a real treat. Uh, not to divert too much attention to, to this topic, but I mean, just for a second, we got Connor because he's been my best friend, you know, one of my best friends for, for real. childhood. Yeah. And nice, uh, that's awesome. Dave Cave, we met at a, a mixer at Lola's for Shush. the Here for Worth. Yeah, really? it was like the the lights were magically on him. We went into that night going, we need a bassist. <laughs> that know? is the way that it goes with Dave Cave. Absolutely. The light like magically People shines parted. on him. People part ways. Literally, and they're like the Red Sea parted. <laughs> he and in, in came Moses. I mean, he was had a drink in hand, leaning Shucks. on the bar, <laughs> and and Fave goes. I bet that guy plays bass. No, uh, that's what I said Literally with said. my face. I was like, and we both went, let's go. Rolled up to him. We said, how you doing? You know, introduce ourselves. And uh, yeah, we hit it off. And then, uh, you know, Queso <laughs> was a, a good connection of, uh, of ours. And it just, it just worked out in our favor. You know, we'd be lost without Queso. Dude, I was watching, Drummers. Queso, I was watching Queso play like behind the scenes. Holy <laughs> dude. You've got some talent. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Appreciate it. You're welcome. There's a, a, a one of I shot you guys at Tannehill's yeah. and watching you play in long sleeves and oh, your sleeves yeah. start sliding up over your stick and I was like, how the hell is he doing that? Because that would aggravate the shit out of me. Yeah, that'd just be crazy. And it's you'd be like, kind oh, no of annoying. Deal. And then you'd pull him out. For the, it was just the funny. Drip. It's all for the drip. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be dripped out. I knew that it was we really were, awesome. It was really awesome. I knew that we were gonna be a good rhythm section though after that first Lola show because yep. like just instinctually we like smashed the the, the drum piece. Both he of smashed us, yeah. his drum kit. <laughs> that footage is out there. You can watch. Yeah. I was gonna say, is that that Lola's footage is the first show out? It wasn't the first show, but it was it was our favorite show for sure. It's, it was our first really good show. Our first like opinion. we hit it off like yeah. that was our big. We had a show before we played at Ridgely. Like it's the Ridgely Lounge. Uh-huh. It was our soft launch, as we like to call yeah. it. Yeah, soft and launch. Good job. You know, uh, to say the least, it, it was definitely a learning experience. That you know, it, it didn't go it didn't go exactly how we wanted it to. But it, I, you I, don't say not <laughs> at Ridgely Lounge. Yeah, come on. <laughs> No, it was fun though, and we, it was a, no, it was a lot of every fun. step's a learning experience, and Heck yeah, it only gets better. But yeah, so we met these guys all like through that, and um, that was like we met all them all in all in August. I'm pretty all sure. in August. It was, it was just, just like just came bam, together. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. And I had seen them at Lola's uh, on eight one seven day a couple right. years prior, and I remember because Leon was there, and he was there with his right hand man uh, Zeus Berdeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Zeus. I actually did not know that you were there. That's I great. was, yep. and like I don't I remember like just rolling in, but I remember being there. And y'all had like a a crowd of like uh, good looking women dancing at the front. Yeah, just well, <laughs> just people just having a good time. Yeah, and I remember 
I remembered that. And then when they were like, oh, we're with the Plum Boys, I was like, hey, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is not, I mean, uh, let me find where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's That happens Typically, sometimes. it like shows, you'll see like mosh pits and stuff, but like at ours, you'll kind of see dance pits. That's what we like to call it. Dance That's pits. what happened at Tannehill. And that, that, was that was, I wrote pits. about that. Was It was so much fun to see everybody like getting into your your groove and your yeah. sound and they would start dancing and then every song like more and more people were dancing and grooving and you know there's we like there it. were some people singing along i saw some girls in the crowd that were singing along my mom <laughs> Full i blast. think fabian's girl was there yeah. and yeah. um and then there were people dancing in the in the beer lines for, yeah. the, for the bars and stuff, and that was cracking me up because yeah. I, was, I was running around shooting, and, <laughs> and I'd go from one side of the room to the other, and both sides, the bar lines, there were people dancing in the lines dancing. and getting into yeah. it. And I was like, that's awesome. And yeah. then y'all did your cover oh. of Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and the entire <laughs> room was into it. I don't think there was one person in that room that was not singing along, dancing along, like doing their hands up in the air. You guys, it was... It, I could only imagine, and I, the stage presence that all y'all have, like, I was floored. And, Thank you. you know, and like, kind of knowing how to draw the crowd in too, and like bringing them into it. And even if they didn't know the words to your song, like, you guys were leading them and like, claps. even just claps. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. It was so much fun to see. And it was, it was one of those moments where you just kind of get like, caught up in the rush of it all and i was like well, i can only imagine me as a spectator being so stoked getting the goosebumps watching people react to y'all how it is for you guys up on stage seeing people react to y'all i'll go first on yeah. this and i'll pass it to you <laughs> yeah uh, i think that if, if so time is the like most important element you know it's one of the most important elements if anybody's spending their ten dollars or twenty dollars yeah. or whatever the ticket you know money is plus their time it's it's important to all of us that we're giving them a hundred percent, and so I think that it kind of starts with a bit of that. Kale, go. Yeah, no, um, that's perfect to, to describe it. And you know, we couldn't see past the third row, and, uh-huh. and you know, they kind of pushed us because we were, you know, we we were the opener to the opener, you know. So they put us at seven forty-five doors. That it was still the door open period. They still had about 15 minutes before the show was supposed to start. So when we got out there, I saw a good crowd, but it was maybe a third filled, uh, a couple hundred people. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. amazing. This is like a great opportunity. More than what More than I people. Was yeah, and, and these are people who've never heard us before. This is great. For the most part, other than you know our crew that pulled up. But, uh, yeah. So we start, the lights go down. Most of our set, we can't see anybody, but we hear the crowd. We love it. You know, it's a good interaction. And then right after Everybody Wants to Rule the World, we had heard so much, like, yeah. singing along and stuff. And they turned the lights up. And that's where you can hear on the recording, Fabe go, oh, wow. <laughs> the <laughs> lights were... And the there's whole a thousand people. Filled. Yeah. yeah. It was, yes. I mean, we had never played a gig like that. I was all the, the way in the back. Full. I was all the way in the back. And everybody, like, front to back, because I was kind of roaming around, everybody just into it it was so much fun to it, see it was wild and we said the little line about uh yeah we just graduated high school last year and people went holy crap yeah yeah, yeah like you could <laughs> see people were like what the there like, was there was a little gasp like <gasps> yeah, yeah. I, said, were, I said thank you yeah <laughs> people like turned to each other and they were like that is like you know because you got like stage presence alone i i definitely would not have had that and i know that you guys have a lot of experience being you know up on stage and performing for people but and i've oof. i've seen thousands of shows thousands of bands and since 
I was 16 years old, and I can probably count on one hand how many times I've seen a band get booed when they say their set is over and they have to. Right. We yeah. got to get off stage, Preach. and everybody was like, boo, it, no, we want more. Yeah, boo. yeah. Another, how was that? Another instance where I was like, thank you. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. You know, that was, yeah, that was really cool. I remember yeah. that. Everybody wanted more, and it was, yeah. that was really, really cool. That was fun to see, for sure. It's got to be a real showbiz or something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that a lot of it also has to do that uh, we have a lot of fun. You know, oh if, yeah, yeah, for if, sure. If we're having fun, y'all are gonna have fun. Exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. and every pre-show like spiel I give to us to kind of that we give each other to hype up. It's like we're gonna have a great time, and they're gonna have a great time. You yeah. should have turned to a strange love and gone. Y'all are cutting, just can't get enough. Oh, that's that's <laughs> bad. <for> <laughs> that's we're bad playing for one more. <laughs> Dude, that would have been so. I would have like I would have been like y'all are ballers. Like yeah. just the you would have been like elevated so high. That would have been Our manager would have uh, killed us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, but that would have been rad. It's been a long journey since that summer of COVID. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. writing. We had uh, not not the, even the full album planned with those demos, but about seven to eight songs. Yeah. I think eight mm-hmm. songs was the original plan. Uh, if three. Two or three of which were made literally on an iPhone. Runaway and Space Boy were are some of our most complex songs production wise and you know, they were demoed on an iPhone and coincidentally they kinda sound the most like the ones that came out because they're all used on a keyboard recording with my microphone, you know, earbud microphone, like no knowledge whatsoever in twenty twenty. But uh that was the kind of progression. Got a MacBook, started doing GarageBand on there. Mm-hmm. Game changer, by the way. And then uh, all of a sudden, we're done with these demos. We track Lexi, Going to the Moon, a couple others. We start getting a single out. And then I think either around when that came out or before, like right before, I, we'd lost nearly every demo file. Like just gone, gone, and especially those ones made on iPhone. It's you, it's almost untransferable. I think anyways. it was all the ones on the iPhone. Definitely all the ones on the iPhone. Which, at the very least, we we're going to use as a roadmap to recreate them better for studio. It was tough. Yeah. What was the process of getting back to the? Did you just kind of go by memory and stuff? A little bit. I mean, <laughs> luckily, thankfully, we yeah. had the audio for all of them came together. Just like the stems, the actual project files, like mm-hmm. everything was gone. And so when making a song like Space Boy, that was later. That took a long time. It took a long time. And so, you know, it was listening to all the parts, remembering all the little keyboard patches I used and just kind of painstakingly recreating it, but making it better. Because at that point, especially towards like Space Boy and um, I don't know, well, we'll get into kind of some of the other stuff. But um, at that point, we had had so much more experience uh, you know, we had been to a st- the studio, studios, plural, yeah, plural. Um, had learned, picked some stuff up, learned kind of how to work our way around production. Um, at that point, we had almost gotten Logic Pro and all that. And so uh, it got easier. We got faster at it. It was just kind of about listening, taking what we loved about it, making it better. Yeah. So we're, y'all have a, a very unique, like, 80s sound to you, <laughs> and y'all are, y'all are younger than the 80s where did that come from where did what made y'all want to kind of go down that, i would say that just our parents i mean really? they, the stuff uh, you grew up listening to yes, and, and the stuff your parents very, listened to my my mom she put me on 
that's all whenever we were driving the car that's all we would listen yeah. to 80s 70s r&b or 80s pop mm-hmm. um and then my dad um he was more he was a metallica hard like harder uh sounding uh, fan um so i i got a mix of both of them and you know i they i listened to a lot of music even like as a baby like after school um after dinner we'd uh my dad he would download music videos on on itunes and then we'd we'd watch it on we would watch them on the tv and we would just be having fun listening to music go from like <laughs> like uh lmfao i don't know if you remember the i song. do remember I remember them and then it'd go from then from there be chevelle or breaking <laughs> benjamin breaking benjamin three days grace to then like i think i believe he had the tears for fears everybody wants to rule the world music video it's the best i covered uh party rock anthem at uh like a christian camp once <laughs> no <laughs> they nice. used to have like a talent show thing we yeah, party rock mm. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I like to think of it as like n- nostalgia is a drug, and nostalgia is such a like powerful tool, and like s- it it has a sound for so many different people, and um, I'm a big like believer in ma- in making a sound for an idea and leaving genre out of it. Um, oftentimes, though, it comes back to what I love to hear what I'm influenced by and what the mindset is going into the project. So for She, it's an album about uh, the falling out of a relationship. And it's a lot of times from the perspective of this main character and in his head. And it's like an echo chamber um, of memories. And so that kind of, and it for me, looking back on it, that sound, especially the intro track, first bass, all these kind of very dreamy, like uh, atmospheric sonic uh like soundscapes the synthesizers all those things take me back to a kind of a nostalgic point and so it ended up we call it retro wave now it's kind of or, or like not uh, retro, retro pop, pop. Retro, retro, retro pop, pop. i like um because it, it's kind of a blend of nostalgia and, uh, and you know modern takes on 80s you know aha and whatever mm-hmm. what have you uh, stuff like tears for fears but you know, with uh, whatever we think is is ne- uh, a necessity for the sound we're going for. I was going to ask you all what y'all thought of retrowave and the the dark synth wave stuff that's I think we exploding could over the past couple yeah. of years. I think we could invent our own kind of genre. I think there might already be some called this, but I did some research. I didn't find too much on it, but new wave new spelled N U wave. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we got a so we got our own brand. You know, our own. I don't genre know. Kind of that's thing. very like like. <laughs> Like but it's crazy. corn wave. That's <laughs> oh, what I see that. Like, like no, let's I, not bring corn into it. <laughs> a new metal wave. Nothing <laughs> good comes out I don't of it. Because I feel you. It does kind of. You got to detune your guitars. You got to play with a seven string or an eight string or something. <laughs> right. and that's your new wave. But it's it's really I like interesting. I the retro pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah retro pop wave, is cool. All that stuff. I don't yeah. even know where it came from. Really, it just all of a sudden we started using it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, w- that's uh, that's what I love about a band is that everybody has so much influence of their own and they bring it a- a- to the table and it makes this really unique thing that comes out of all of it. 
Mm-hmm. That's the ingredients. You know, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. like baking a cake, you know, making a stew. It's I think are, gonna... are all y'all multi-instrumentalists? Uh, n- not yet. <laughs> he, he's I, very modest, but yes. Were yes, you playing on the uh, the uh, music on the mind podcast? Were you doing? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he I, was, was doing, I was doing a shaker. shaker. Oh he yeah, can, yeah, uh, yeah. He can drop a beat on drums, and he can uh, he can play the keys a little bit. Yeah. So all percussion instruments for you as well. Uh, not all. <laughs> I mean, I I I know how to. I I can play a, a very very simple drum beat, but um, I'm not like I'm not a casein. Yeah. Nobody's but. a Kaysen. Kaysen's got an album out too. Yeah. Oh. No one call it Yeah, thank you, Dave. Definitely, definitely yeah. hit that. Queso, tell us all about it. Oh, well, yeah. I, <laughs> I've been making my own music since I was a little, little kid. And if you do your digging, you'll find. <laughs> I've, these guys know. You'll find like tons of albums from when I was like 10, 11, all that stuff. Right on. So, That's so freaking awesome, though. And yeah. that's great that they're just Thank sitting you. out there for you to revisit one day when you're when you're older. And you're like, I Man. love listening to my old stuff. It's yeah. really, it's not good, but it's it's really. But that's fun. the point. That's what's you cool. Know, it's really hindsight is twenty twenty, and twenty twenty was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah, it's uh, we especially with that first album. It was like a, a goal of like let's make every song different. Let's bring beach rock to wait what and you know. Kind of a R- like a R and B like chill indie for first base, a psychedelic you know synth pop for right now, and a rock for going to the moon and and run away like and then move on. I made that beat. I I was just like let's just around. let's just see where this goes. And it kind of yeah. Blake, our manager, said it was like some kind of like techno like nineties like R and B. Yeah. But nice. The goal, so like you know, bands like Van Halen or uh, System of a Down, it it has a definitive sound almost, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to put them in a bag. And I think that when we approach the canvas of music, we kind of approach it like that. So it's got it's got the feel appeal of like you know uh, uh, synth stuff, you yeah. know. But we've we've got a a big canvas that we can paint, just depending oh, on heck yeah. and that's parts th- of the day. That's where we find ourselves now. We've kind of like. Narrowed our scope a little bit, and uh, with this this kind of this next song that's coming out, kind of a a re uh, soft launch, a reboot, if you will, mm-hmm. like kind of really putting a, a head on that like retro pop. And we had a really nice comment from our uh, buddy Roan of uh, Roan Music, and he said, "I think y'all found that balance of retro nostalgia and kind of the new st- pop sound y'all want to go for." Um, we're really excited for people to see that. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Um, with y'all's releases in this day and age of um, where people aren't putting out full albums, are y'all going to keep to that? Just keep releasing full albums? Are y'all going to go the single route? Or have y'all thought about that Like um, for future stuff? I mean, for future stuff, we're still, um, we're still trying to figure out. We actually, I don't know if, should I? So, go ahead. The, f- the first thing we have on our agenda is a single. And, uh, mm-hmm. As of right now, it's 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 its own thing, and uh, I think that I mean I love when people just put out something that stands by itself, and it's like the, the kind of a, something to gawk at for a while. Uh, it's called "Make Me Say," and it will be out April seventh. Nice. And uh, it's a Friday after our next gig. I was gonna say five days after y'all's eight one seven gig. That was. I did not take the hint at all. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's uh, 
that it was Friday after the gig. Well, no, I, I didn't. I thought I didn't take the hint that it, he wanted me to talk about that. Oh no, it's okay. I, I was talking about the, right. Uh, I get you. What's after? Well, it's leading us in that direction. That uh, a single. Um, I mean, we released half the album before it came out, which is cool for us. Like that's it's the way to go for sure for a plan. But uh, this is its kind of own uh, entity, and it's just a soft little hey. Here, here's the plum boys. Uh, with this new iteration, we're writing uh, almost every practice just on new riffs and ideas. Somebody's always got something to bring to the table. So I think that right now we're focusing on creating the, the next album, and it'll start with the music. So whether yeah. we do an EP next or something like that, and it might be a single after Make Me Say drops. But Who knows? How often do y'all practice? Uh, At least twice a week. Twice usually. a week. Yeah. Before yeah. we were doing three times, but right now, twice a week if, works. If Keep so it at twice. Don't ever drop less than that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't ever drop less than well, that. Well, we found a good balance and something that works with everybody's schedule, and it's been a good loop, especially when we have, you know, month-to-month gigs but after each other. I mean, we were really only doing three times just because everyone was new, no one knew yeah. the music, and we were trying to, you know, we were trying to get that time with each other so the the... The, you know, our communication was better, and just our blend together was. Uh, yeah. No, that totally know. makes sense. That's good thinking. Yeah. Doing it that there often is there is future tighter. future uh, projects to be had. We we have a solid idea of where we want to go, but I don't know if you want to talk about that. Um, we are thinking about doing an EP mm-hmm. of like um, it's kind of like a B sides EP sort of thing where we have like remixes and yep. demos of songs that did, or songs that never ended made it up on the made, it, made it out on the album and other versions of songs that's something we've we've been talking about um i mean it was such a big it, it's one it's the biggest thing i've ever done creatively was make an album last two years of high school um and i have so much love for that and so much nostalgia uh, and we want to just kind of give our final little send off of that stuff to really let all of that uh, kind of go and in, into this next chapter and then from there we'll have some exciting stuff after that and it's always good i mean to keep something floating out there while you're working on new stuff so yeah. it's, it's always a cool cool idea to put out stuff like that we got some big news today we're not going to say what it is but yeah no go ahead Stay tell tuned. us no no, no <laughs> we, we can't we Come on. literally we can't <laughs> you thought you were getting out of here right. <laughs> you're not getting out of here till you tell us no there's a we can, we can tell you all the other stuff there's a lot on the horizon that's been popping up. i mean <laughs> can i can i take a can i just throw something out there absolutely Shoot. Yeah. and you know manifest Y'all uh, did a uh, a video for the NPR Tiny Desk series, right? We sure did. And yeah, let's talk about that. Which song did y'all choose? Where'd y'all film that? Like, uh, we did Lexi, and we filmed it at the studio that we uh, work out of. Trend um, music. At Trend. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trend. As a uh, full circle, our first single. We we uh, we we have so much fun with that song, and we just it sounds the best, you know, when we record mm-hmm. it. Um, and we just. Wanted to put that for NPR. It was to fun to watch. Join. It's, it's there's a own video. bunch of people uh, putting videos together for this, and it, it's kind of awesome. You know, if it if it just is out in the, the stratosphere and you know never bounces back, I'm okay with it because it was it was fun to do and it got some publicity for us. But I mean, after this flock of seagulls gig, yeah, I think the world's kind of our oyster now, and it's brought some exciting things our way. So that's really awesome. The uh, the drummer of Flock of, Se- of, Flock of Seagulls. Uh, loved you guys. Loved he you. was Kevin. awesome. Kevin's Kevin. dope. Shout yeah. out Kevin. Shout out to Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, loved loved really. Kevin loved you guys. And he was just like, yeah. he, didn't, he, he was all excited when y'all were doing sound check and everything. He was the first he was guy like, we met. Yeah. I heard about all this, you know, and I wanted to come out and see him. And 
during sound check, and he had a the security guard, yeah. the head of security's daughter, like his, up on the his drums daughter, and, stuff. and his his kid was yeah, he was talking about his kid. He was awesome, but yeah, and then he listened to y'all sound check, and then he was out with <laughs> friends during y'all set. Yeah. By the yeah. the bar where the the side the backstage entrance is and awesome. um, yeah he was digging it yeah it was really, he's really probably cool. like your I biggest fan I was like that's fan. badass that's cool <laughs> that's that's I love it I love we could talk about the show that'd be cool definitely yeah. there was a lot of a lot of crazy moments it was a good time it yeah was a great time we have uh, some really great photography from that show so many shout good out to photos. our photographers man that was and in video. Logan, yeah, Phil um, Logan, uh, his uh, students, yeah, it was Bridey, Bridey, man, Bridey. I I didn't know we had Bridey, and uh, then we got her photos back, and we, I mean, we're definitely I want her back for sure. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, we got to give a big she's, thanks she's, to the flock of seagulls. Flock of seagulls. Oh, yeah. I mean, because for I don't know who it was that said, okay, these guys are you know good to go, but somebody in that camp had to you yeah. know sign off on it. Right, yeah. you know yeah. what I, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So we want to definitely thank y'all for tuning in and giving yeah. us this you know chance. Then yeah. there was another band on that bill. <laughs> I'll tell oh, you yes. what, yeah. they, no, I cool. loved watching. I mean that I what I love for us is being like I'm, I grew up in theater. I did uh-huh. theater. I still aspire to do some here and there. But like what I love about us is we show up, we have fun on stage, we have a good energy, but we also dress up. We have a we put on you know a show. And Strange Love brought that. I mean, it's an ex- it's an experience, right? I mean, they he was it's Freddie a Depeche M- Mode experience. Freddie I was Mercury talking to mic. him a bit about the show. There was a Bond actor. Their their keyboard player was in a Bond movie. What? Uh, uh, what? The world is not enough. Yeah. Uh, and then I did talk to their singer. I know that y'all had some quarrels, and, and it I didn't it have did, any quarrels with him. Right, it was right. just no, I just overheard a he lot was of just a doucher. I heard a, overheard a lot of conversations and the things he was saying. I was like, dude. You're in a touring cover band. Theater folk. It's chill <laughs> out, relax. It's okay that you have to walk an extra twenty feet to use the restroom. No, they were yeah. they were it's they all, were amazing performers. Like it was, I'm sure that that was fun. It was watch. really cool. You shouldn't have eaten Mercado Juarez before you went on stage. <laughs> I'll tell you now what. Now you're worried about pooping your pants. Connor, you got to run through here. We, we might as well have a Taco Bell sponsorship. Connor hooked us up before the show that, with Taco Party Bell. Pack. Party pack, man. We hard. We ate it up, mm. and we we filled up before this podcast with them. So that's awesome. Talk about that's awesome. Um, yeah, one of the things you wanted to ask about was the glasses. I did. Tell me about the white sunglasses. Like all, all y'all have like, them. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys all have them with you. Y'all brought them. Holy mm. moly! Yes. Talk to me about I'm these. Over here is the ambassador. <laughs> for a minute. So, uh, besides it being y'all's record label, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> that's funny. So <laughs> that cracks me up. The white shades. Um, we're a huge fan. We can get into this with our influences and stuff, but uh-huh. of, of, of Joe. Oh, sorry. DJO, Joe Curie. He's an actor from Stranger Things, plays Steve Harrington. Okay. Uh, he's the first person at a younger age that I saw do kind of this dress up on stage thing. And, you know, it's all derived from Devo and bands, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of just have a, a style on stage. Mm-hmm. But it's this uniform look. And, uh,. I got. I got to put him back on. Um, so you guys have like the Hawaiian like bowling shirt kind of thing. <laughs> we can we can do in and out of that now. But uh-huh. when the band started, it was about kind of being this this experience that it pops up and it's like you can't almost tell us apart almost because we at the time back in twenty twenty one we were wearing white t shirts, black pants, and white shoes and these white glasses. Oh, okay. The whole show, every show, and it was kind of our thing. 
now we play with the dress up and everything, but we wanted to keep these because it's, uh, it's been a part of the look for forever, and it, it's something people instantly recognize, like, oh, it's a Plum Boy show, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think it's been just kind of our little marketing strategy from the, from the get-go, and when we needed to name our little record label, our independent release something, we were like... We uh, we had to, we had to white shades records you know because it's, nice. it's something personal to us that is kind of a little nod to what got us started. Do y'all um, sell the shades at your merch? Uh, we, we will. We so will. we do. <laughs> we, we, will. Do. we sell the original design. These aren't the original design. <laughs> After like once we took over, we were like, how how we how do we rebrand and how do we uh, exaggerate what we already had. Yeah, so. make it kind of just a caricature that people can grasp to. These were really cool. They're online. These exact ones, out of stock. But they, they sell them, these styles everywhere. We'll have to find a kind of a mass production of these. and I might be able to hook you up. Oh. After the show, I'll give you a name. Okay, <laughs> I'm down. But yeah, we do sell the white shades uh, at all we of have, the shows. We, we have a huge box. I, I don't, honestly, I don't even remember where, how, like how we got all, like we have a whole box of them. So <laughs> our, a whole box. My wonderful godparents at Planet Signs, they make our merch. Here's our Make Me Safe t-shirts. We sell oh, their concerts. Nice. Oh, I like. Uh, they, uh, they hooked us up with these uh, Wayfair styles that we were wearing. Uh, and just, I mean, we have we have an unlimited amount. We throw them out in the crowd every show. <laughs> like, you know, they're uh, they're a fun oh, little thing. I think thing I saw you throw a pair. I of didn't shades. know that y'all threw them out. I paid thirty bucks for those. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that you sometimes, threw them out. Sometimes, sometimes. Word, word. I started wearing my so like Takeoff um, was a part of the Migos, and the Migos were one of the most influential bands of the past ten years. Um, mm-hmm. During that October show, because at first, uh, no, it was after the October show. I started wearing those. Um, but it was kind of as a nod of that. But I like the round shades. They they kind of they look dope. But we got, I, we got, I got some new ones for today. Yeah, they, I like those. Thank and we you, can we play it. around with it. You know, as long as they're white shades, we kind of can vibe with them. I got we got round ones too. Then. I got mine at the Hilo Mall. Y'all can go there and get you. There you go. Or, too. <laughs> or you can come to a show, <laughs> or you and you can show. get um, yeah. Anyways, and anybody that's concerned about like the uh, that's saying some of this stuff about like uh, glasses and oh, are they going to be a part of this gimmick stuff or what it is I'll, I'll tell you this like we enjoyed like the music is kind of where the essence is yep. but I think we also like enjoyed some of the ideas for creating new merch ideas because everybody's got a hat everybody's got a t-shirt well let's come up with something you can wear at the club yeah you know that's something you can wear out I'm and sorry. somebody goes hey you know whoa if it makes you, you know, uh, I'll stick get out. That. Yeah, I got to get my. St- yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of a new. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't see a lot of people rocking these. So no, maybe. no, not white shades. They're they're rad. It's I used, cute. I used to have friends in a band called uh, Monco Poncho, and they played all over the place. And that was the name of Clint Eastwood's Poncho. They, they should have toured with the Spaghetti Western. That's badass. <laughs> well, it was a, they they played Spaghetti Western songs and. What? So they would That's come amazing. out, they would come into the venue with six shooters and be firing them in the air like old cowboy six shooters. Oof. It was kind of shocking, <laughs> yeah. but their bit was they would um, sell cap guns That's at, <laughs> at the merch table so you could pick up a cap gun. Wow. So that way during the show, you just, you're just firing off a, the old red. When did they stop playing? Uh, it was yeah before guns became a big deal. It was <laughs> probably well, shoot, it's probably been about ten years. Yeah. 
since they since they've done it. But people need to. But they were yeah. They were all everybody be shooting cap guns off during the show or in between songs instead of clapping. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you could do that now. Yeah, it might be a thing of the past. (laughs) Well, that was a thing. Was they would come in and their six shooters were firing blanks. I mean, they were real. And but you had to get it. You know, Trees was like, yeah, it's no big deal. Y'all can do it. You know, it's, it's all good. And, you know, Curtain Club at the time was like, it's all good. You know, and Aardvark, another yeah. place they'd play. And you'd get approval, you know, but it, it was kind of wild. It sounded wow. like some Leonard Skinner stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was pretty. Rest in peace, like, Gary. Yeah. And I think back and I'm like, yeah, you couldn't do that today. People would freak out. But scary. it was a cool bit that yeah. they sold the cap guns I, to go along with their stuff because it was some, you know. I'm a sucker different. for gimmicks. I mean, yeah. it's a gimmick. It's when people are a fan of something to have that thing that's like, oh, I'm a part of this like group. Like, like I can I can wear this and become. I I'm a, I'm a nerd. You know, I lo- I grew up on cosplay and like you know uh, comic books. So like when you feel like you're an entity, and that's like kind of like I sh- I'm hugely influenced by David Bowie and people who kind of are something not themselves on stage, uh, and they kind of become this other thing. When I walk, when we walk on stage, we're the Plum Boys, you know. Like it's an entity, and I I, I think it really helps having something you can hide behind for that and become yeah. a part of. Yeah, the Go Go Rillas. This is the they way. hide behind. This uh, is the way. The Go Go Rillas hide behind gorilla masks. Yeah, and. I can't imagine how hot that would be. Yeah, right. Can you imagine? I mean, no, and they sing. They those cats are wild. I really want them to cover one of my songs called "Tsunami" that I wrote with uh, my friend mm. D uh, Harper and uh, I. Well, a couple bases up at the Grotto, but they are crazy they surf are s- band. You heard them? Yeah, yeah, huh. they're great. Seen them a few times. Yeah. This is a uh, cool little gimmick that I want more bands to start doing. Cassettes. So yeah, you would think it's Look just a him. it's just a normal cassette. It's Let's on a bucket cassette. list. No, this isn't a cassette. This is a it is a cassette and it will still play in a cassette player, but it's also an MP3 Bluetooth player Ooh, with a headphone what? jack. That's incredible. And a charger. So if you're in your car and your car doesn't have a tape player, you Bluetooth it to your radio. Dad, are you getting this? And yeah, you can you play. <laughs> um, if what? you're if you're running around. And you want to listen to something, you just plug headphones into the top of it, and it's got play controls your own up here. Personal Walkman. Well, and you know, that's so awesome. We got to start branding those and right there. You, see what I'm that's you know, crazy. it plays yeah, right a song. There. You can see it right there. You know, uh, that's so awesome because I f- always feel bad, like for people who want to buy those kind of physical physical copies yeah. of things. Yeah, it's it's like it's a niche, but you know, it's something you want to be able to enjoy. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, this was one uh, used to fill in bass play with Jesse Fry on Bella Whoa. Denton. That's bad. And she put out a run of these, and I was like, I gotta have one of those because it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and a few bands have put them out. You can find them here and there, but it's just it's a portable MP3 <laughs> oh player. Innovation and syncopation, right there. Yeah. You know wow. And play controls and everything. Something. Can I see it? <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. Showing it's a, it's a pretty awesome Dude. little little bit she did. And it's light too. Yeah, you, took that, light. you took that picture. I did take that picture. <laughs> Some self promotion there. <laughs> I remember that photo. I did at the. Uh, that was at the uh, state fair, yeah. or no? Um, the sh- uh, what do they call that? I don't the, know. Up in Denton. No, the Fort Worth uh, stock show. Oh, uh, was it at the stock oh, yeah. show? Fair. Yeah, at the fair. That's fun. They're midway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So y'all got a show coming up. It'll be the second. That's right. April second. At Tulips. Sunday. 
It's one of the mm-hmm. Amplified 817 series. Absolutely. It's 100% free to come up there and hang out. Who's playing with y'all that night? It's going to be our good friend Amanda Victoria opening for us. A uh, killer singer. She's incredible, she's, yeah. She's crazy. Um, That's very, awesome. Very chill vibe. And we, I think uh, I met her at the last 817 mixer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with... Um, uh, uh, Avery Burke. Avery, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's... I. Avery Burke's really, really cool too. Dude. Yeah, we've met Shout her. Out Avery She's Burke. a badass. We can we'll talk about Yeah. I went I went out for dinner with a girlfriend over to Maggie's R and R and I was like, Hey, I know that guitarist up there. It was Avery. So she came and sat with us for a little bit. Yeah, it, I'm a big fan. Yeah. yeah so awesome. are we. Yeah. <laughs> we we've been to a few concerts, but um, yeah, we're super, super stoked. Um, I mean, it's a complimentary show. Anybody uh-huh. can come. Just show up. Uh, doors open at 6. It's all ages. Anybody can come. We actually just did an announcement this morning, and we'll get up bright and early tomorrow to do it again at uh, our old high school to tell them, hey, we want our, our Fwafa fam to come and uh, be a part of the party. And uh, be, yeah. a part, be a part of this, the experience. The experience. Mm-hmm. The community. That'll uh, be awesome. Tulips has been yeah. good. What do you think about... Uh, I don't know. So we've got like three main venues right now. We've got Lola's, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the Cicada, and um, Tulips. Tulips, of Tulips. course. Uh, th- and that's like South Main, you know that that kind of area. Uh, mm-hmm. We got Twilight over there. Twilight's too. good too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I visited Twilight. I not, I Where can we there. find like a comedy scene? You know, that's oh. what I think that this this town. Okay, so <laughs> comedy. There's so many good comedians, like you know, Colin Jardine and all them. Yeah, Colin Jardine is is freaking fantastic. He they was our server at, at Tiki Lounge. Yep. But Tim Davis. Okay, so Mana's going to be on my podcast tomorrow and talking about all of the shows that she does. She does one at that 1851 Club in Arlington. Oh yeah. She's got an open mic at Twilight tomorrow night. Oh wow. At eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and our good friend Brian Breckenridge was doing. He was putting together shows all the time, and he was doing them at Doctor Jekyll's Beer Lab and at Mass. Laugh, and he's doing the one this Mass Friday. Off. But he has now transitioned to just performing at people's shows. And so, if you follow the local comedians, you can find all of the stuff that they're doing. And they're okay. Cicada is going to have a night. Cicada will have a night. Yeah, because uh, we saw Mana there with uh, Tyler yeah. just the other day talking about talking about that and so then cicada will do something and um you can always go to hyenas lola's does sunday nights oh yeah um and then brian is doing a show this weekend at false idol over oh, here yeah. in northwestern hills and i'm i didn't even know false idol was doing stuff yeah no, so I'm i kind didn't of excited know about that. i almost got a brewing either. deal with them like a year ago i was doing that that radio show and uh-huh. we almost put out like a signature beer i haven't heard about false idol like since then like yeah. well, well i've seen like some of their instagram posts but that's yeah. that's a flashback right there. yeah shout out here's one yeah you're good i don't know if y'all know this, this is just a little thing but my really? uncle actually owns hyenas really yeah, oh, yeah. Really? wow my dad used to own it with him but uh he left the family business Oh man, you know, that's awesome. but it's all right. It's no bad blood or anything. Right, right. Yeah. And that that place is so much fun, and it's like they they it's offer. It's a good time down there. The yeah. thing too, though, is that they've got like the main room, but mm-hmm. then they also like the side stage gives so many people, like more people, more opportunities. Like yeah, yeah. I love that part. I I grew up in those clubs. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I think two things that's awesome. that are going to change, like Fort Worth, is the film industry and the comedy scene because we've got music for days. Like there's. There's incredible bands in this DFW area. 
DFWA, including Arlington, got a shout y'all out too. Yep, I see thanks. Lottie, I see y'all them out there. Uh, Trey Mantha, shout out. But uh, and I think that they're building a uh, a film studio in Mansfield. Yep. So the yeah. the cl- the scene is going to change, I think, drastically in the next mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's what we need because you know you've got shout out Laurent uh, Perkins, uh, Half Pint Films. Uh, you, we've got some crazy videographers out here that are doing a lot of numbers, cool stuff. And oh they, yeah. yeah, I think that the studio is going to help out too. Because, For sure. Yeah, we might see a lot of like art in the DFW area. Is this a segue into my beef, or should I save it? Because I have it on segue here. Segue into the beef. Yeah, yeah, spill the tea. So, so I, I'll, I'll probably talk about this next week too, but you're, you're bringing all this stuff up about DFW and the generically named Sports Business Journal <laughs> put out a list this week and everybody's ran with it. Everybody's going nuts. And they, they did this list. It's the best sports business cities. Yes. And number one is Dallas. But and and everybody ran with this that Dallas is the best sports city in the country. Dallas is the best place for sports in the country. Blah blah blah. Every news organization ran with that. However, that is a lie. However, yeah, yeah. I, I would. You kind of get into this article, and in one line, they finally say, "Well, it's really the DFW area." Yeah. Because if you break it down, where do the Cowboys play? This is my beef. Yeah. Is that right there? What <laughs> yeah. is the baseball? Is yeah. there's only two professional teams in, in Dallas, Dallas, and that is the Stars and, and the, the Mavericks. Mavs. Yeah, the Cowboys are in Arlington, yep. and their main training facility is in Collin County in Frisco. Yep. Um, the Rangers, Rangers the are, Rangers in are in Arlington. The, our new uh, lacrosse team is yep. in Fort Worth. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. our rugby team is in Arlington. There's an XFL. In, in Arlington, Arlington. Yep. the the soccer the is football club yeah is in Frisco is in Frisco yep um the PGA is oh, moving yeah. their headquarters into Frisco yeah. oh yeah okay there is a professional women's football league yeah and the championship team of that league for like the last two seasons is here in Northwestern Hills or they go back and forth from Northwestern Hills to Pennington Field the Brahmas are in Northwestern Hills. The Dallas Derby Devils. Yes. The professional... Uh, roller Derby. Roller Derby yeah, team. That has been like number one in the nation for years. They practice at the Nitex facility in here in Northwestern Hills. Yep. There is even a, a professional extreme Frisbee team Yeah, that practices in Plano. Oh, and what about the eSports Oh yeah, There's esports so then, in Arlington. All the right? esports teams yeah. are in Arlington. So I don't know where everybody gets off saying that Dallas is the best. It Everybody should be the DFW, yeah, that, that, the that Metroplex the area, DFWA, the DFW area. DFA. DFA. <laughs> yeah. W-D-F-A. So it, it aggravated me that all these news channels and all these stories ran with this that Dallas is the best, and then you start breaking it down. You're like, y'all have two teams. Everybody else, I mean, majority of them are over here. Yeah. Yeah. The PBR, they moved to Fort Worth. Yeah. 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 So, Plum Boys, uh, Fort Worth. The Plum Boys, That's Fort right. Worth. Fort Worth. The JJTM, Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. Yeah. So, one one Fort Plum Worth Boy. famous. TRND. Yeah. Trend music. Trend music. Fort Worth. Fort Worth. So yeah, it just kind of aggravated me when you, you like when the story came out yesterday. Everybody's all going, 
You know, it's because of the Cowboys. It's because of, you know, the Rangers. It's like, well, both those teams aren't even in Dallas. Dude, so. and the Cowboys <laughs> have never been in Dallas. They were yeah, Irving uh, and then... No, they played when they first came down. They Where played at the they? Cotton Bowl. Oh, at the Cotton Bowl. Okay. For like... A season, maybe? I think it's like six seasons. Okay. So anyway. Whatever. Same thing. Yeah. So yeah, that, that aggravated me. That's my beef. Stop calling our area... Don't Dallas, Dallas. My we're Fort not Worth. Dallas. This is Fort Worth. This is Tarrant County. Majority of those teams play west of 360. It's yep. true. So in Tarrant County, maybe they're trying to, and I I don't uh, know, but like maybe they're trying to expand uh, tourism sure. to check out like Fort Worth and stuff like that. But then they're, you would say they're, sending they're in Fort Worth. Yeah, that's true though. You would because say the DFW Metroplex is the best place for sports mm. in the country. However, if you are outside of the DFW, if I were to be like I don't know in. Dayton, Ohio, and I was like, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. They would be like, Oh yeah, Fort Worth. No idea. Oh, but Dallas. like, if you're like, Oh, it's a you know suburb right. of Dallas, they'd be like, Oh yeah, Dallas. Okay, yeah, I yeah. know that one. Jr. Ewing, yep, yeah, got it. But a, a lot of my friends across the country know this area as the Metroplex because it's referred to as the Metroplex in their local oh, media. See, I, and I had no idea when I moved here. Like, like tornadoes hit the Metroplex, and yeah. everybody knows that. When I moved here, and I would say that most of my friends. Which are mostly at West Coast, but they would know Metroplex or whatever. But they all know that Fort Worth is better than Dallas. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe bias. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything else in here, I'll wait till Matt's back. Except. Except what? Um, it's it's been found out that dad jokes are actually good if you have children. Okay. Um, it could be helping. <laughs> kids grow into healthy adults because when you tell a kid a dad joke it makes them uncomfortable and they have to kind of deal with it that's awesome interesting and love a, a, dad joke. a um you tell behavior lab all the time. in the uk said that this could help it says here that when dads embarrass their kids with corny jokes it teaches them how to overcome awkward moments when they grow up tell your kids dad jokes everyone. interesting so my daughter my oldest daughter she's the one who's still in the dating scene mm. She, she, one of the things that she loves is a good knock knock joke. So she'll be like, "Tell me your best knock knock joke," and if it sucks, she's like, "Out, <laughs> you're <Wow>. gone." <laughs> that's a that's a good like. So build up your knock knock repertoire for the ladies in your right. lives later on. <laughs> yeah. If prisoners could take their own mug shots, they'd be called selfies. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Should I tell wow. you the one I said the other day? Yeah. Um, did you know hookers don't fart? Oh gosh, yeah. Why? They have little prostitutes. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> That's such a dumb joke. Oh. That's worse than a dad joke. That's that a pimp funny. joke. That's an uncle joke. <laughs> that was an uncle <laughs> drunk joke. uncle drunk joke. uncle joke. <laughs> How does cereal pay its bills with checks? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so You're the one who laughed. He's him. cheating. Yeah, I am. That was part of the story. <laughs> they were in the story. <laughs> um, My favorite is what do you say to a blue monster? What? Cheer up! <laughs> oh, Jesus, where do sick boats go? To the dock. The dock. <laughs> They're all pretty obvious. We say some. We them. say some. Some fun ones on stage every once in a while. I mean, that's <laughs> like you know, just to like transition. 
Like we'll we'll be like, what's the let's just the stupidest like funny little bit we can shove in here for a transition. <laughs> Fabe, where where was one place you've always wanted to go? I don't even remember what what the first one I did, but I was like, oh, Dubai, there's money here. There. I've always wanted to go to the moon, and immediately after this one at Tan Hills, I was like, this is our song called "Going to the Moon." Like, <laughs> <laughs> stupid. It's it, pretty it good though. <laughs> I like it. So yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, and then. Um, I don't know everything else. Yeah, it's for Matt. I wanted to, uh, music. Um, mm-hmm. The have any of y'all been to the So What Festival? No. I've not. No. So it's been here for. It used to be called South by So What. Yeah, South uh, by So What. Now it's just So uh, What. No, yeah. And it's um, how many they've been here? Eleven years, twelve years, nine years, eleven years, something like that. Um, but they released their lineup today. Okay. Is this the same as the Southside Spillover, or is that different? No, that's completely different. Okay. But it's going to be Saturday, June 24th, and oh, Sunday, good. June 25th, over at... Um, it's in Fair Park this year. It used to be at oh, Globe cool. Life mm-hmm. or whatever the stadium is in uh, Grand Prairie. Mm-hmm. Which, another mm-hmm. thing, professional sports in Dallas, mm-hmm. we're getting the very first professional um, cricket Stadium nice. in the country. Wow. In the country? And it's going to wow. be at the Air Hogs Field in Grand Prairie, right there by the racetrack. Oh, wow. What's wow. happening? Disco mode. It uh, doesn't like your. Uh, uh, it doesn't like the camera. Disco up there. mode. Mm. Who knows? Like, am I kicking stuff? Maybe. Somebody Maybe. said I had a filter kicking. on my face. Dun, dun, I'm not kicking dun, anything, dun, I promise. Dun, dun, but anyway, dun. the South by So What, um, a bunch of crazy bands there. But Let's hear it. Really? Well, okay, no. The used, uh, the headliners. Not the plum boys. We'll just go through the the headliners are Pierce the Veil and the Used, mm-hmm. um, Sleeping with Sirens, Thursday, Neck Deep, um, Neck Deep. Forever the Sickest Kids, Breathe Carolina, uh, Freddie Dread, Head Automaca, Little Darky. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here. I'm like, what? Who? Okay. Woe is me. This thing's flashing green. I know, because you're messing with it. What are some festivals? What are some festivals you guys want? I don't know. Any and all. I'm so open, and I don't know so many. Like, I mean, obviously, we'd love to get in on South by Southwest, and you know, all the good stuff. I'm, I'm open. Doing like opening up for Tame Impala, doing Burning Man. That'd be like that'd be dope. That's ideal. The craziest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Something just so totally out of our comfort zone, out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know what's doing. Red Rocks would be. Which one? Red Rocks would be crazy. Red Rocks would be crazy. So, are you guys? Your goals are to do shows once a month or every other month? Like, what are you guys looking for? (laughs) I mean, that's kind of just how it's been at the moment. Um, I know this year we wanted to branch out of Fort Worth and get out of town and even out of state. We, I, I wanted to, yeah. you know, do some do some shows outside of state, like Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just the just the states surrounding Texas. I'll say if the if the money's right, like I, if uh, you know, we we would like to turn this into like more oh, than yeah. you know what I mean. Oh, I think definitely. that we we put in you know the time and. Stuff, but go just farther. any venues that are out there. We'd love to. We'd love to hit the stage. Just hit us up and we'll y'all do well in Denton. Like. We we have uh, be fun up there. In we Denton. recorded a lot of the uh, the early bit of the album in Denton at our good fr- uh, friend Chris Howell's studio, Cafe Solo. Shout and, out to uh, him. Shout to him. 
It's awesome. But so we we got real familiar with them. We love it out there. I'd love to play some gigs. What's that crazy outdoor bar right off of the square? Yeah. Uh, Something House. I don't know. I can't think of what it is. Denton House. No. Harvest House. I think that's it. That's it. The, the Harvest House. Y'all do good out I'm there. That's a cool pants. outdoor stage. We're open to anything. That's a and fun everything. party vibe. Yeah. yeah. Anything Definitely. and everything. Cool. We wanna we wanna maybe hit Dickie's Arena at some point. That's always that's a goal. That's a, that's I a goal. We show, you know? Yeah. Love Dickies. Love Dickies. That'd be crazy. You had to see my boyfriend there. Rob Zombie? Yep, Rob Zombie. Hey. He's the one. Oh, uh, yeah. He was there. I was I there. Know. I saw y'all there. Yeah. yeah. We hung out. I forgot about that. Yeah. Y'all know right. how I do? Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you see Mudvayne's coming back? They announced really? a show uh, this morning. Uh, They're playing. Uh, that is one of my brothers. Oh, sorry. Dosuckies. And. Um, in August, so it's going to be hot as hell, but it's like them and Cold Chamber and Butcher Babies and a bunch of other bands. They better have some powder makeup or something like that with that heat. Dude, That's so. my brother's favorite band, though. My brother Josh Shamblin, I don't know if you're out there listening, but uh, yeah, no. And, uh, I'm shocked. I have a story for another time, but it'll have to be for another time. Okay. okay. Mudvayne is cool. So the, the main bouncer, like up at the front of the stage for y'all, Aaron, yeah. he also works at Dickie's, and he was working that Mudvayne Rob Zombie wow. show. Wow. And he was, he was one of the guys cool who guy. held, what's the front man's name? Chad Gray. So he was one of the people that held him out like at a 45 degree <laughs> angle over Whoa. the audience That's dope. To, to do this whole thing. Dude. And it was wild. He was like, that is, was the m- most wild thing that I've ever wow. been part of. And it was crazy. Dustin got a lot of photos of it. Yeah, that was that was a fun night. Because people were cool. grabbing at him. Weird. Yeah. No oh, grabbing really? you. People so this Friday. Weirdos. Well, I was not done with this. Oh, you yet, weren't there. Okay, um, go ahead. I wanted to throw out. There was a release, and since it's we're talking all eighties and everything, mm. U two released uh, oh, yes. their songs of surrender. Yeah, and I talked some crap about it on earlier shows, like because I'd only heard one. Yeah, they released one, and the song one. Not just so. One. What's the premise though of songs of surrender? They're stripped down versions of their songs or different takes that just. Uh, Bono and The Edge did yeah. together, and um, there's there's a documentary also that I need to go watch on either Hulu or Disney or something. But um, it's forty songs. Jesus, wow! Bono supposedly wrote a book, and the songs go with the book. Yep. And this documentary yeah, talks about it or whatever. Um, My dad has the book. His book is really good. <laughs> but it's it's. Um, I was actually impressed with the collection once I heard it. I'm, yeah. The uh, what I didn't like about one is how loud Bono was in the mix. Like he was just way up front, and I was like, "Come on, bring everything yeah, else yeah, back." I'm yeah, tired of him yeah, being yeah. way too up. Um, but I'm kind of impressed with the collection of songs. I've been listening to it uh, for this past week since it's come out, and I've been like, "Yeah, this, this is pretty decent." That's cool. And then T Pain. <laughs> I love T Pain. Oh, T Pain. Figured you would. You know. <laughs> no way it's a I felt like I seen it too, but like I was like, it's not going to sound right without the vocoder. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd play it, but I don't have it. I, I don't have everything set up because there's so many of us in here. Yeah. And this is, I, I pulled everything out to play off of this. But T Pain released a covers album. Wow. No, covers of what? He did. Uh, row, row, row your boat? No. Yeah. He did like... Uh, That'd be dope. Uh, that would be pretty dope. <laughs> he did War Picks. <laughs> no way. Yo. Yes. That's got to be a joint. 
What? He did War Pigs, and um, he did what was the other one he did that that caught my attention? It was War Pigs. Hold on, it's called On Top of the Covers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. That's oh, a great name for yeah. a cover Too album. Painter. He did Don't Stop Believing. Oh, oh my God. nice. Which is That's actually got to be. Don't stop Bozzy. believing. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a bunch of guest wow. appearances in here, like Little Wayne jumps on and nice. here and there. But it's uh, the one that got me <laughs> was he did Tennessee Whiskey. What? Shut oh, up. No. Yeah. Sh- I love that song so much. I'm like, if I ever get married again, I'm from Texas dancing to that, that song. song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did Tennessee Whiskey. And when the show's over, I'll, I'll fire it up so you guys can hear it uh, over the big wow. speakers. But wow. it's worth going and hunting down if you have like a Spotify <laughs> account or an Apple Music account. Dude. T-Pain under the covers. It's worth cruising through and just listening Rad. to all these different versions of stuff he did. They're not bad, but they're not <laughs> something I would listen to a whole lot. You just didn't you know, expect Tennessee just, whiskey. I didn't expect that either. Yeah. As, you, as I was looking through the, I can't wait to hear how it sounds it. because incredible. that's pretty wild. It, it, it's pretty wild. But it's that's what I'm talking about. Music is the canvas, and yeah, I, absolutely, I, I like that because it's like it's really depending on the day, the time of the day, what you ate, yeah. you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. It comes into play the way you're feeling at the time that you're feeling. I uh, will. S- yeah. Well, I was going to say, I will say that's kind of, you know, we did the relationship album. She yeah. was very much, this next one, it's, 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 it's about a relationship, but it, we want to get, we, we're in a space where we feel like we could, we could dig personal and we can dig everyday life stuff. Like, I, I am very much into the idea of like doing an album about just personal, like, everyday struggles, you know, stuff what about like that. Personal Jesus. Get out of here. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, but I mean, like, you know, kind of just things people can relate to in other ways, like, and diverting, purposely diverting from your stereotypical love song. I'm really digging that right now. Uh, So it may be a thing. That's awesome. Well, I guess... The only thing I have left is this weekend, Brian Breckenridge at False Idol Brewing. Yep. Um, Me Motor Scooter. That's on Friday night. Denver Williams. Uh, Me Motor Scooter and Denver Williams are at Growl on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then I got this sent to me. The DFW F1 Club is having a meetup night at the Panther City Lacrosse game on Friday hey. night. Oh, hey. And if you go to it, because it's uh, Hispanic Appreciation Night. Nice. Um, Wear your uh, Perez Checo attire. Your Perez Checo attire? I'm going to wear my favorite Loteria card. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with that one. Telemundo. But okay. <laughs> Telemundo. Yeah. <laughs> and then Saturday night, Telemundo. back at Tannehills. Yeah, we'll be back there Woo. for another Find show. Find a parking spot. For Flicker Stick. Yeah. Flicker yep. Stick's playing right. Saturday night. I don't know whose support is. I yeah. got to interview Brandon Lee a couple years ago. He's, uh, it's cool to see them coming back together because that that was a big story around Fort Worth for a minute. Was yeah, Flickerstick. It was that band Flickerstick was VH1, awesome. You know? Yeah, and now they're coming <laughs> the back. They VH1. put out that DVD. Yeah, yeah, and we got to see the new bass player for Flickerstick. Her name is Fatima, and she is she plays with that band called Hess. And I got my uh, Flickerstick DVD, the Just One More Night, the big reunion show. Oh, that was at awesome. House of Blues. 
uh, got it this week. Uh, it finally came in, and um, it's pretty rad. Do it's pretty rad the, watching it. Do y'all know the Flicker Stick story, you guys, you uh, young young kids? I've heard it here and there, but I don't really so know much. So Brandon Lee and his brother, um, shoot, why am I forgetting his name? Anyways, so they had a band, mm-hmm. like when they were young, called Flicker Stick. Yeah. They were big in the DFW area, and they went on this VH1 show called Bands on the Run, and they yeah. won the entire show. 2001 was when Bands on the Run was. And yeah. then they imploded. <laughs> and yes, do. so I would see... Um, now, that's the cool thing about... If you can go back, and I don't know if it's on YouTube or if you can grab it on like old VH1 archives, go back and watch Bands on the Run, because you see... Back in the day, bands sitting in a van together and totally falling apart mm-hmm. because they get tired of each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they get aggravated with each other. They they get tired of being around each other. So they pull up to a city and everybody just disperse and go do their own thing and then come wow. back and do the show. Yeah. And the functioning of that is, is pretty wild. Mm. So then um, when I moved to the DFW, mm. which was 2005... I I didn't know. I mean, I knew about bands on the run, but I didn't know anything about Flicker Stick or yeah. Brandon Lee or anything. And when I met him, people would be like, "Oh, it's Brandon Lee. He was the frontman for Flicker Stick, and he now he does Shadows of Jets or whatever it was called. I can't right. remember what it was." And um, I never saw him. I never saw him as Brandon Lee, the frontman of Flicker Stick, until and and. There's a huge following, and there were yeah. like fan pages on Facebook, and one of the fan pages was like, "We have got to bring these guys back together," and because of that fan page, they were like, "Yeah, maybe we should do like just one more night," wow. and so then they they did it. They sold out in about five minutes, yep. mm-hmm. so they added another show, so it was two more nights. <laughs> And we got to go to first night, second night. I can't remember the which second one we went. The second night was the original night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The second night was the original night. So mm-hmm. went the second night, and that's the one that this entire DVD is just the second night. Fletcher. Fletcher Lee. Oh, yeah. Fletcher yeah. Lee. Fletcher Lee. So thank you for that. Um, but that was when I saw Brandon, like, as the human he was always meant to be up on that stage. And just, it was amazing. It's like riding a bike, I'm sure. It was like, it was one of those kind of life-changing events for somebody who was outside of the whole scene. Like, I didn't, I didn't know. I I knew him as Brandon Lee. Like, I didn't know him as, like, this frontman for this band. And to see, like, House of Blues, it was, he was a whole different person. And it was just, it was amazing to see. I loved it. That stuff really does come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was with this band called Sniper for a minute. And we hit the Whiskey A Go-Go five times. We were were playing with L.A. Guns, Kicks, Mm -hmm. uh, Faster. I can't say that on this radio. (laughs) Well, (laughs) anyway. Also, Crocus. Crocus was another one of them. Yes. uh, Good old Crocus. Thank you. You're welcome. We almost had a reunion. But uh, it didn't go through. But once we st- we st- we had a couple rehearsals, and the rehearsals went well, and uh, we were kind of locking back in the old stuff. But uh, it's well. definitely like a, a powerful, like you know, doing a. So I was theater brain for a second. Yep. Uh, I was at Casmanana doing Matilda mm-hmm. uh, as like my last big like show for my kind of theater era. <laughs> but uh, it was in 2020. And I was at part of that production, and uh, it got shut down. Yeah. And so two years, they put us back on the schedule, go back, I do the show. Um, 
it, that's it's always wild to like just instantly feel like you're like nothing no time passed yes and yeah. for fun boys it's always been the same like you know we've gone how many months was it from ridgely one to ridgely two or whatever i think it was a year almost a year of playing yeah where we, we weren't playing live and i mean it just jumps right back onto it amazing yeah. that's so cool that's so cool and you guys are so much fun to watch Thank uh, you. i, I yeah. love it i can't wait for sunday the april second. second april second sunday april that's second. two weeks right yep. two weeks away yeah. two weeks quick turnaround but we, we're gonna have some uh fun new stuff that's kind of how it's been the nice. past couple months yeah. i mean since october like that's all like go 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 after every show we're like all right we gotta get next ready thing. for the next one but the crowds yeah. have been getting bigger at everyone have y'all noticed that absolutely mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. well, that's it's awesome. a little obvious at the that's last what's one. good yeah that's, that's what you awesome. want that's what you want and then yep yeah, that's yes, all i got the last it. thing i've got on here is the uh the full load where we ask we're gonna go around the table oh, here. wow okay yeah and this is uh 10 questions first thing that comes to your mind um, we'll just we'll, we'll ask just the question this. and just boop 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 boop. You got it. Yeah. Favorite cereal? Cereal Apple Jacks. Fruity Pebbles. Ooh. Fruit Loops. What? Dog, I was gonna say Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. R W. I don't know if you remember That's nice. Great night. Day or night? Night. 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 Night time is the right time. Day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love it. There's always one. A day walker, for sure. Uh, the last song you listened to. Oh. It was in the car. Uh, oh, yeah. We're all together. Yeah, we all, it, the four of us drove together. Yeah. Uh, it was, what was Tears it? for Fears. Something. Head over heels. Head over heels. Oh, that's a good heels. one. That is a good one. And it, what was the last one you listened to, Dave? Dave was in his own world. New edition. Uh, oh, nice. nice. If it isn't low. Nice. Ice cream or cake? Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice, ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream. Ice cream. Cake. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. Cake. Hi. <laughs> Hi. All right. We're friends. Yes, we are. You got five senses, right? Yeah. Which one could you live without? Oh, no. Touch. Oh, really? Mm. You couldn't play keys. You wouldn't feel them, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't know the pressure. You wouldn't know anything. Uh, That's so... Okay, smell. I can live with that smell. That's (laughs) a good one. Easy one. I'm going to say smell. Didn't even think of it. I'd say taste. Okay. (laughs) What? Bro, Bro, you you can't taste... You have no taste, sir. Well, it's because, like... I more feel a nostalgia from smells. Yeah, so like tasting is just like enjoying food. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I'm, still, I'm still picking. That might be beneficial because you can eat more food. Good. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Taste That's a good. fair point. I'm still going to smell. <laughs> <laughs> good point, Connor. Don't care. <laughs> I got to go with smell too. I think. I think smell, that's probably the number smells one. Smells the overwarming, uh, overwhelming because I know, you know, you, majority. You, you know you can stay that. hygienic and like yeah. you know you can take care of that and like you know bring some Versace on board. I think we've <laughs> like had that, one person go sight and I was like, what? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't think I could do sight. That's too yeah. difficult. Okay, favorite movie. Oh my! Oh, I can't think. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, that's hard. Um, in five, four. Favorite horror movie I've seen recently: Barbarian. There you okay. Go. Um, it's not my favorite movie, but take uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, good. good. Pulp Fiction. Oh, nice. That, that, that was up there too. Yeah. Oh man, anything Wes Anderson or Quentin Tarantino. Okay. 
Okay. Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. The original nineteen fifty four. That's badass. That's awesome. You guys have to check out a French film called The Brotherhood of the Wolf. It is my favorite movie of all time. Add it to my letterbox. Yeah. All right. Uh, best local venue restroom. <laughs> oh, okay. What? Restroom. I'm like going back. Ampersand was the ampersand one was nice. Ampersand oh, is clean. Ampersand. I, t- I took a dookie in there. It was nice. <laughs> so they, I mean, if it's clean enough to do that, then, show, yeah. Regimen. Yeah, I would say Tanna Hills. Tana Hills was busy though. Tanna Hills is bad. It's busy, but it was nice. It's big too. They don't got one back there, so we had to go under the ground. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I'd say Ridgely, just because like I went really? to go use the restroom in the back, and they had a sticker on the toilet of a band that like came from my high school. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. sick. Now, is that the bathroom that's all the way at the end of the hall? All the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nope. I've had sex in that bathroom. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Tana weird Hills. story. Tana Hills. I was gonna say I also had sex in that bathroom. <laughs> 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 Yay. Dickie's Arena. Oh, nice. Okay. I, I think mine is the, the, the which, news. Which one specifically? Yeah. yeah. Which part of the stadium? The executive Oh, gosh. Executive. <laughs> yeah. Section 111. The, uh, the, the backstage one. The, uh, the backstage one is nice because that's where the photographers go. And I, I've been back Whoa. down over there and we've gone. It's nice. So Cicada, Cicada has the best bathrooms. Now? Dude, yeah. Because they're brand new and fresh? Well, they're brand new and fresh and Tyler has done them up right they're so cute, men's room and girls' room. Although every time I go in the men's room, I want to order a three-piece fish with <laughs> hush puppies. It feels like you're in a Captain D's. Last time we were oh. there, the Dude. the girls' room it was like out of toilet paper, so I just started screaming Tyler's name, and she came in. <laughs> I was like, I need toilet paper. It's a good friend. It's a real good friend. All right, this one's going to be a little bit longer. Okay, uh, give me three celebrities, dead or alive, that you'd like to have in your entourage. Entourage. That's yeah. Okay. Rolling through the streets with you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Snoop's a good. Yeah. But I'm. I okay. I'm just gonna say, Bowie, George Harrison, Genghis Khan. Dude will kick some ass. Oh, I I was just thinking musicians, but I can yeah. go anybody. I can yeah, anybody. anybody. Uh, like a caveman, like. <laughs> Primitive, like he'll beat the shit out of somebody if they get like the like the Geico caveman, or just like one that's just no, a brutal no, barbarian, a brutal barbarian, like caveman. spot T Rexes. I know they're not from the same town, no, but you know, yeah, yeah, that's a good oh. mix. He yeah. have a Make good conversation, amazing music <laughs> coming out of that. Yeah. Bowie would love that. Yeah, he'd be like, yeah. Oh man! All right, Fabe. Frank Sinatra. Okay. Dude, the, you got the mob behind you. Right? Yeah, that's what exactly. I was thinking, too. <laughs> got the connections, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Dang. Oh, man. Okay. I got to think about this. Nope. You got to quick, quick, no, quick. Gotta uh, say about this. Bob Marley. Nice. Damn. You didn't think about that one, <laughs> no. did you? Oh, man. Okay. One more, one more, one more. Uh, this is going to be corny, but Kevin Parker. No, I, that's I, amazing. I, I just feel like. Bring the vibes. Uh, I would say Shaq. Shaq. Oh, big dude. Yeah. Uh, probably The Rock, too. He's pretty strong. And then... Man. You got it? You got it? It's like, almost there. You have it. I almost have it. Well, I was going to say Dave Matthews. No, oh, just, there it is. Good just answer. to get his guitar playing. Yeah. <laughs> learn from yep. him. Serenade you. Yeah. Yep. Then, One other for your entourage. No women? No, he has three. Um, he okay, had three. To be fair, none of us have said. 
I just don't know that many women. Okay. What about <laughs> what? But what about like some someone tough much. like Annie Oakley or something? That's um. Annie no, Lennox. I just don't know it now. <laughs> with with Shaq and the Rock. With Shaq and, and the Rock. Matthews. You gotta have a balance. Queen, yeah. the that's, queen. That's actually the name of my corgi, Annie Oakley. That's <laughs> <her name. laughs> I like it. Queen Latifah. The, yeah, let's uh, hear okay. it. Okay, uh, so. Dolly Parton's a good answer. Yeah, Dolly Parton. Good answer. I go Pablo Picasso. Nice. <laughs> Tyler the Creator. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He's so sure, and that's so awesome. Yes, so uh, far Queso wins. Yep. Jimi Hendrix, he actually died. Oh, he yeah. died on my birthday. <laughs> Thank you. He died on my birthday. Wow, yeah, it's awesome. Dave, really the bar's been set. So, yeah, Dave, the bar's been set. You're you three people saying in your entourage. Are you basically saying you are the reincarnation? Reincarnation. reincarnation of him? Yes. <laughs> All right, Dave. I got to start with Sly Stone because Sly Stone, yeah, is just dope. Okay. Then I gotta I gotta pick uh, who I got next. Who got next? Bobby Brown. Bobby <laughs> okay. Brown is uh, you know Bobby Brown's Bobby Brown. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it's his prerogative. Uh, I mean, you know, he's gonna do what he wants to do. It, maybe Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. I, Eddie nice. Eddie really didn't go out much. I I, I don't think answer. from what I know he he just kind of played guitar. But it'd be yeah. it'd be something to jam with the modern Bach. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm 100% uh, Frida Kahlo. Mm. Uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> what a group. And who's wow. my third? You know who my third is? Pablo Pascal. No, it's not Pablo Pedro, Pascal. Pedro, He's in Pedro. yours. Or Pedro. Um, he wasn't in mine. Shoot. I don't remember mine. Who is my third? It was Frida, him, and someone else. I don't know. Uh, all right. Who's your third? I don't remember my okay. three. Go ahead. Uh, two more questions. Uh, what game show could you totally dominate? Game show. <laughs> Connor I, is ready. Dude was meant for this. I mean, I could... Okay, I feel like every time I watch Family Feud, I'm just okay. screaming answers. And yeah. So I'm, that's a solid answer. I'm going to say Family Feud. Okay. Especially the Final Feud, right? Yeah. Like when yeah. they're just going through there, and you're like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say Family Feud too. Like I feel like, I feel like if the Plum Boys got on oh. there, I, I, we would oh. destroy. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Wheel of Fortune. Nice, classic. for way too long. <laughs> that was, yeah, I was gonna say Family Feud, but I might say Wheel of Fortune then. Yeah, quite a lot of hangman. Nice. <laughs> Really pondering about this yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what's the, uh, the game show that we'd be on? Game yeah. show that you could dominate, dominate. That you could just dominate all of it. America's Funniest Home Videos. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a game Hands show. Down. <laughs> they, they, get However, they get prizes. They get prizes. I mean, okay, they do give prizes. That's a good game show. I don't know. That's a great answer. You I, had an original one. Card Sharks card is one I could do. Yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. Cut. And the Joker's wild. Joker's wild. That's a good one. What about um, Big Bucks No Whammy? Man, that's the one. That's the go-to. <laughs> no Whammy, So Whammy, So Whammy. Stop. Time. <laughs> All right, the last one is my favorite. Right here. What is your favorite dish? Go sushi. Oh, I love food so much. Get on my microphone, boy. I love food so much. Oh. 
What's one you want your mom to cook you every year for your birthday? Uh, her, her, uh, she makes this uh, Spanish rice Yum. with chicken. Mm-hmm. Very good. Bomb. Uh, chicken masala. Nice. That's I ready. Started getting into that. That's a good one. It's delicious. Bro, you can't you can't go wrong with some mac and cheese, some steak, and uh-huh. some green beans, man. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I okay. agree with that one. Mackins. Yeah. Mackins yeah. a good, good. one. Mm, seasoned grilled chicken, mashed potatoes, and uh, broccoli. Nice. I love that was broccoli. not that Bounce was not where I went with, when with I heard sauce. this question. You have the sauce. Well, oh. you're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the only person that's got it right besides is, uh, me and uh, your Demi favorite Lovato. dish. My favorite dish. Yeah. I like what? mugs because they're <laughs> very funny. comfortable in your hand. When he asked that question yeah. to me the first time, I was like, you mean like so, what I like um, to eat out of, like a bowl? Because yeah, like my go. favorite is a bowl it, with a spoon. Okay. It's my favorite yeah. eating Bowl's vessel. Kinda, yeah. 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 Mug. I'm weird. I, like I, mugs. I eat cereal out of cup. I like oh, mugs. Oh, see, yeah, perfect. Point, you know. Yeah. Well, boys, this has been fun. Yeah. It's yeah. been really fun. Thank you guys so much for having it's us. It's been fun having the studio full like this, too. And just, just it's been a good night. Yep, Thank you. For sure. Hope y'all had fun. And uh, I'll be there on the second. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all, please. It's going to be so fun. We're going to pack that place full. April 2nd. All right. Stores open at 6. We'll be there till 9 ish. I mean, it's going to be a blast. Bring your babies, bring your grandparents. <laughs> Can we bring our dogs? Bring your. Is it a safe place? Bring your single friends. Can we we just leave them there? Bring the single. Oh yeah, you could just leave them on the ground. Yeah, Yeah. because it's it's a safe place. No, for real, it's going to be a blast. Uh, We're going to play a couple new things, uh, covers, the new song. You're going to get to hear that. Um, Are y'all going to cover Slayer's "Raining Blood"? (laughs) If you ask, pretty please, (laughs) maybe. Uh, but yeah, no. Back to you know the prerogatives and stuff. Ours is kind of if people are spending their time and money and and yeah. all. Well, not just you know. I mean, well, yeah, money. But like, we yeah. want to create a safe space and a, a fun place for people to dance and just have a good time. Yeah, we got dance pits. So April second is bring your dancing crazy. shoes. You gonna pull a Dave Grohl and? There's no fighting at my shows. Right. We might nice. pull a Pink Floyd, though. There's rumors that we might have some kind of orb that might float yeah. throughout the crowd. And we might be off, we might be selling those in the future. But <laughs> it's yeah. going to be something. We've been putting a lot of work and time to this. So Absolutely. It's kind of a celebration of just how far we've come in the past couple months. Because this isn't usual. And this is a big nice. so This is cool. Can I... Can I make a request for a cover song? You got it. In the future? Slayer's Raining Blood. No, could y'all do Go-Go's We Got the Beat? We got the beat. Noted. (laughs) I hadn't thought about that one, but that's a a fun one. (laughs) I mean, it was a great dance song, right? Yeah. Everybody would be up and dancing, and they'd be singing and clapping their hands. That's fun. We're we're bringing New Wave back, y'all. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. New Wave Dave. Make me say. (laughs) New Wave Dave. That Friday. (laughs) Look Make at me shirt. say, look yes. at the shirt. I like Colin. it. April seventh. April seventh. If you like Duran Duran, you're gonna like this new wave. We got it. Shout out John Taylor and Simon uh, <laughs> okay? and all y'all cats. No, I had a question, but because uh, I figured it'd be right up y'all's alley, but I'll think it yeah, is. just screw it. We'll, <laughs> we'll forget it. And it just it, it hit me, and then it went away just as fast because there was another concert announcement today. Oh. Fort Worth Weekly. We want to see y'all at this one too. Yeah, pull up. Definitely. Fort Worth community. Um. God dang it. 
there was an announcement today. And I figured it'd be right up y'all's alley. For a thousand times. And Those lyrics are good, by the way. It wasn't. Give Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Oh, wow. He's making a trip to my My dad loves Peter Gabriel. I got to go with Phil Collins, y'all. Easy lover. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Yeah, I don't yeah, think we're ever going to see him again. The first, no, he's not doing the good. The first song that my dad ever showed me of him was, She's so fucking yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a good one. Well, we'll be there next yeah. Sunday. Thanks for coming in, guys. It's been fun. Thanks for having yep. us. Love yeah. to be here again. Shout out Voxy. Thank shout you. out Vic. Shout out D. Definitely want to come back again. This is a lot definitely. of fun. Definitely. We'll get y'all sure. in here. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right. We're Peace out of here. Love. All right. Peace. Bye, y'all.